welcome to episode 44 of the Hot Toy Cast. The cost? Cost? Yes, cost. I've been hanging out with British people because it's been English football, you see, all season. My god, I was even cheering in a football match. Anyway, the podcast where we discuss all things high in action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow Collectibles, Mezco, Starius, and all the rest of them. And we try and fit as, as, as many in. So with me today is one young Michael Crawford Esquire and Sir Jeffrey F. Parker. Mike, how are you today? I'm just doing great. You're just doing great. Jeff, how are you doing the sticky British heat at the moment? I'm I'm, I'm melting like most British it people is, at the moment. But I'm not going to complain. I love it. I love it too. Yeah, I love it too. But I have to say, I was seeking a little bit of shelter now today. It was a bit... Uh, it was a bit roasting, and I, and, and I will tell you both, yeah. yesterday I had my first major troop as, as a 501st uh, TK Stormtrooper. And, oh, yeah, and, I did. and let me tell you guys... I saw you on Facebook, look good. Oh my God, was that hot as hell. But luckily, <laughs> I had a cooling system inside there called Trooper Cooler. It's a Trooper Cooler system. And it's like two little small fans just below your face and the inside helmet. And honestly, it just keeps your head just nice and cool, man. It's like, if I hadn't that, I would have been dead. But it was yeah. so much fun, man. It's so much fun. I absolutely love it. So there you go. I, I, I did that. So how, how about you, Mike? How about you? Did you for the weekend? How's, how's the weather over there for you? Oh, oh. hot as hell. Hot as yeah. it's hot as hell. Yeah, we've what? been up in for you for you. We've been up in the ninety to one hundred degree Fahrenheit for about oh, uh, wow. ten days now. Yeah. What's that? So Jeff? we just had a little bit of a break. Uh, yesterday, but that's it, around about thirty-five degrees. Thirty-five yep. degrees, holy yeah. nuts! That's a lot. Thirty-five oh, to forty, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Action figure melting time. I think that is. Keep your fi- yeah. keep your figures out the sun, kids. Keep your figures out yeah. the sun. Thankfully, my armor did not melt yesterday, but my god, I sweated gallons for you. I'll tell you. Right. Yeah, I, had a, I had a shelf dive today, actually. Came oh, did you? My, an old sideshow trooper, whatever he's Cody. Oh, he right. Taking a dive. Obviously, the heat had got to him, and uh, his, his knees had buckled. Oh, is he so, all right? Luckily, he's fine. No damage. All cool. Good, uh, good man, yeah. good man, good man. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, on today's podcast, we hope to uh, we hope to be covering Yandu, Spider-Man Homecoming, Gladiator Thor, Praetorian Guards, Buffett Animated, the Mark V diecast. We're going to cover Sideshow Jack Burton. That's probably going to take a while to discuss that one, I reckon. And we're going to try and squeeze in Starry's Pulp Fiction Jewels on Audrey Hepburn, and then we're going to take a... Jump into some mezcos, and we got lots of mezco loving this this month as well. So that's great. So, I say we start taking it. Start. Uh, we, we we may as well start straight away, and we let, let's kick it. Oh, Yandu! I forgot to take Yandu out the cupboard. Oh well, Yandu's first. Who wants to cover Yandu? Jeff, take it away with Yandu. I I have him in my hand. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, he he is one very sweet figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I think like most people, I am a a, a relative Guardians of the Galaxy fan. It's not one of my favorite movies, but I certainly like him. Um, and to be honest, he was a character that I thought, do I really need him in the lineup? Because you know, as long as you've got Star Lord and Gamora and uh, Rocket Groot and uh, and the other guy whose name escapes me, yeah, um, I didn't know. But he is just such an amazing figure. The detail on this is incredible. But the thing that really sells it is just such an amazing sculpt. Uh, this looks just like the guy. I mean, it is it's absolutely spot on. Um, so sculpt wise, I can't fault it. I don't like this is lovely. You get a good selection of hands. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, with the outfit, you get the long coat, which you can take off. Uh, but again, the detailing on that, all the little buckles and yeah. uh, all the little kind of like pivots and stuff, uh, and the fact that it's quite asymmetrical. Uh, I really like the fact that you know the de- the details are different on both sides. Yeah. Um, very, very cool piece of kit. Um, and of course, when you take it off, I, I, I did manage to get the um, the deluxe one. So he also comes with the, the kind of rocket pack, the fl- the, the chest fl- rocket pack. Yeah, yeah. Did he actually um, use that in the movie? Because I was actually wondering about that one myself. Does, does he yeah, actually? That's, that's that's Mary Poppins, dude. Yeah, I know, but Mary Poppins <laughs> came down on his on his. He did Mary Poppins because he yeah. came down on his arrow. He didn't have a jetpack. Yeah, no. 
didn't he? Oh, maybe he I'm did. entirely wrong. I don't remember Yondu wearing a jetpack in that movie. I thought he just flew, came down Mary Poppins the old style. Maybe I was wrong. I maybe I'm remembering wrong. Oh, I'll watch I, it again. I only saw it. I only saw it once at the cinema. I still haven't got it on Blu-ray. I plan to rectify that. But um, I thought he did. But well, what he did. Either way, it's a good accessory to get. Yeah, the other two accessories, one of them I really like, which is the little cage uh, yeah. for putting uh, Baby Groot in, yeah. uh, and there's some oh. lovely detail on that. And then the other accessory is uh, an extra rifle for Rocket. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a, uh, you know, space-age machine gun type thing, yeah, yeah. Um, which looks cool, but it's a bit of a strange accessory to come with... Um, with Yondu, but um, yeah. Well, I guess when the they broke out the prison, you see the two of them broke out the prison together. You see, so maybe yeah. you know you get yeah. get that. Yeah, and I to... figure that you know when you're buying Yondu, they probably figure you've got everybody else already. So throwing in some accessories that that work yeah. with those guys is probably smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think, Mike? What do you think of this one? I haven't got mine yet. I'm still waiting on him. Ah, okay, uh, okay, cool. Well, we might just give you your review next time. But I've I've got him as well. And actually, yeah. Yondu was like my first hot toy figure in ages because I daughter Spider Man. Uh, regular Spider-Man from Homecoming, and he had a mad delay. So I was waiting yeah. months for him, and, and, and in that time I was like, oh, I've had no figures in absolutely ages. I did get the Pop Culture Shock He-Man and Battle Cat set, which we will review at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, I forgot to add that one to the list. That's been selfish. They but, look huge. Yeah, it's crazy. So we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show, but I got that. So that was kind of my, my hit. Hit was, was a big hit there. But then I got my Yondu. Oh, you know, the thing about Yondu is he is... It's not like Tarkin, where you just kind of have him sitting there. You can. There's a lot of pulls with, with, with Yondu, but I'm just... He's not one of those figures I necessarily pick up a lot. But by golly gee whiz, holy mackerel, and all the rest of the explanation points, um, he's wicked. I absolutely, absolutely adore this figure. I just think that is, that is one of the finest face sculpts. It's got a great expression. He's got a little smirk yeah. on him. I like that you can change out his fins, too, so you can give him his uh, Guardians 1 look, and you can give him his, his big, massive fin as well from Guardians 2. And I like all the little... Um, his little whistly things that you can actually attach all these little whistly uh, little kind of ribbons of um, energy that kind of he can kind of shoot out from his pocket and it looks like he's kind of whisk commanding the arrow to do all these different things and it can go around the same you can attach all these little bits to form different variations of how the arrow is going to fly from his his uh, his uh, holster there kind of thing so absolutely great again like you said the jacket was really good the tailoring is just through the roof on this you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, the, the assembly that Hot Toys do when you get a figure like this. Now, remember the days you used to have to put everything together and stuff, but now, like, he's got a scarf on, he's got a little medallion around his neck. Everything is, like, ready to rock out the boxes now with these things. And it's just absolutely stunning figure, Yondo. Really love this figure. It's just, just something, just style-wise, it's like, I think they got a different sculptor. He looks like the same sculptor who's done a few other, more of the other figures. Now there's there's a different kind of a style to the rendering on the on, on this face that I just I really 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 like it. I just there's just there's an added realism and a texture to this one that I just it it, it I'm not not seeing the other figures. It's absolutely because yeah. he's got these little veins and these little things on the side of his head and the creases and everything. We have said before that doing older people, older face sculpts, older older actors, head sculpts, has always worked out well because you can add those extra little details and lines in there. They just add a certain yeah, kind of height. more personality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Loads yeah. of personality. And Yondu oozes with personality. You stick him in there with the, with the others and he oozes with personality. So, absolutely love him. Ab- great figure. Highly, highly, highly recommend. I mean, he just, he does look great in the collection. And and I think yeah. he does... He does kind of deserve to be there, I think, Yondu, because he was so he was so memorable, especially in that second one. He was so memorable. I thought it was a great choice. So if you're on the fence at all about about Yondu, I I, I honestly I couldn't fault him. 
He was one of those couldn't oh. fault him figures. And uh, let's go on to another hot toy then. We got. Uh, I, we've, I, have all three of us got this one? Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't know. I only I, at the moment I only have the uh, the homemade suit. The homemade, which we reviewed last week or yeah, last we last two months ago. Uh, Mike, have you got this one? I've got it, but I haven't opened it up yet. Oh, finally. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll I'll give him. Which I guess I'll yeah. I'll... You go for it, and then we can follow yeah. up later. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Well, have him here in front of me. Um, I'm gonna uh, uh, be be very b- b- blunt about this one. I think this is the finest Spider-Man figure ever made. Uh, I, I I I it's it's. Absolutely stunning. The suit is so tight. Now, I think there was a delay over this one to do with the masked head. I think on the first few releases, evidently, they had a little nubbin. like Because obviously the stitching, whenever they're manufacturing, has to go in the center of the skull. The center of the head kind of all the way is kind of going down. And I think obviously when you're getting the stitches that small on such a thin surface, you're it's going to buckle a little bit or kind of push yeah. up a little bit and thus upset the kind of roundness of the head and I think they've gone back to try to improve this and they have improved this you know yeah they haven't but it's still not quite as smooth as you would like it to be but it's it's damn fine and it's to- to- totally good and um, this guy comes with loads of stuff what I love about this one he comes with his you know he comes with his backpack and he comes with an unbelievably accurate Tom Holland head sculpt I mean, the head sculpt on this is just... I can't... Again, like Yandu, I cannot fault it. It's like yeah. Hot Toys are firing in all cylinders at the moment, and I cannot fault the Spider-Man figure at all in terms of the head sculpt. It's just stunning. And I think it's the same one that comes with the homemade, isn't it? It is. It, 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 it is one. He, it's it's yeah. exactly what's coming to the homemade, and he's slightly turning to the left, which I would have preferred if he was looked, looking a bit on straight, but fine, whatever, because I know the homemade one, he's looking a bit more straight on, isn't he, Mike? Is he? Is he? Uh, no, he's he's looking off to the side as well. Oh, is he? And he's got a slight, slight cut on his. On yeah, his he's, cheek. Got, he's, he's got uh, a little bit of bruising and bloody going yeah. on there and stuff like that. Yeah. I absolutely love, I absolutely love this. Now, of course, some people would say then that oh well, the way that kind of neck kind of goes up into the head is a little awkward because you know it doesn't it doesn't have that seam, the neck seam where you can actually yeah. see part of his his neck and and go there. But it's just these are action figures I, we, we, there's only certain things we can do you know I, I, are certain yeah. things Hot Toys are, are, are expected to do but what I love about them is, is sometimes that on these Spider-Man figures I, the, the stitching and the patterning on the actual spandex can often be a little bit out of scale so it's like you will see an Ant-Man there's little like detailing texturing on his uh, red piece which is, looks great but it's a little bit obviously larger than it is in the actual movies because obviously there's scale issues but on this you know, just the scale and the markings are really tight and nice and he's got these lovely kind of like extra rubbery bits to his art, to his outfit that just works so well um, and just the detailing on his boots and everything is really nice. Um, do not hold him in a kind of crouch pose for longer because this suit will probably stretch. I don't know if it'll stretch back. I mean, I did keep mine in a slightly wider stance for one evening, and it did stretch back. Um, the only criticism I have with this, and it's you know again, it's something that's kind of almost impossible, is that you are given these kind of Spider-Man type hands, like he, you know, when Spider-Man kind of lands, he kind of has this kind of spidery hands that kind of press down on the ground. Well, you're given these hands, and it naturally you want to get a kind of a really crouched down Spider-Man pose. You, you kind of can't really do that with this. The legs will only go up a certain height. Like, like you couldn't tuck his knee up into his chest, for instance, to get a Spider-Man pose, for instance. So you are a little limited on that. But you know, this is a hot toy. You you, you got to expect some sort of limitations. And obviously, as well, he's got a solid butt cheek, which of course prevents any legs kind of from going too far back. But it, I mean, this. 
Actually, it does actually go quite far back, this one, but it'll, it'll, it'll pinch the armour. And it's ratcheted joints in this one as well. Uh, but what you want to do is make sure you move the armour, but it's like, like that leg now will go up, it'll go up 45 degrees, and it will not go up any harder. And if you do want to get Spider-Man type poses, his knees have got to be kind of, kind of going up into his chest a little bit, be able to get those super bends in. So it's not on that. So that is the only drawback, I would say, but it really is the only drawback. If you're like a lot of collectors who just get your figures on a museum pose or just pulls them up from time to time, you're going to have no bother with this because I've got no bother with this. But I, me being a more sometimes going liking more pose, I do like my extra posability, and that is the only star I would remove from the Spider-Man. Otherwise, you know, I would. It's four and a half stars out of five for this guy. Because I got the deluxe one, so he comes with a backpack, comes with a science book, a yellow jacket, a hoodie, which is really cool. Um, he comes with a, he comes with a, what else does he come with? Oh, I got it. He comes with a really nice stand. The, the stands. He comes with hol the holographic things. Plenty of good web shooters. And what's nice about the web shooters on this one is that they give you a little kind of a foam pad to keep the web shooters nice and stiff. So when you like, like me, you take your figures on. You might keep your webbings or your extra accessories in a little drawer or a little box or whatever. Sometimes they can get warped or whatever inside it. Well, these little web shooters are kept in a nice little thing. And there's nice varieties of web shooters as well. Great variety. Um, he comes with uh, the his web shooters are. There comes a two sets of web shooters, comes with one open, kind of like he's working on it, and the other one's kind of closed and fixed. And he comes with those holographic things that he can shoot up onto his uh, bedroom ceiling for watching whatever he wants to watch it late at night. Great figure. I can't wait to hear your review on this one, Mike. Are you going to get him, Jeff? Uh, yeah, very much so. He's, I, I've pretty much got every Spider Man figure Hot Toys. I think I have got all the ones that Hot Toys have done oh, so you, far. You are I really like the last one. Um, well, obviously, I like the, the, the homemade suit, but the one they did for the Amazing Spider-Man, the second version of the suit, hmm. uh, I really liked. So, yeah, looking forward to getting my hands on this one. And, of course, we, we did have the passing of, uh, of uh, Steve Ditko as well just in the last few days. So, that, yeah. that, that, that that's, that's, yeah. that's quite sad to hear. So, you know, but his character will live on for a hell of a long time. So that's that's great. But Mike, overall, what what do you think about this one, Spider-Man? So far, I just want what you've seen in handpicks. Well, I just got him uh, ooh, just in the last couple of days, so I haven't had too much of a chance to look him over. From what I can tell, he looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was hoping for that because I, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoy where uh, Tom Holland is going with the figure or the character. Yeah, uh, I think that they're that he he matches up with it really well. And I thought that uh, looking over the head sculpt of the Tom Holland head sculpt, it was really outstanding. So. Yeah. Um, hopefully I'll have him unboxed in the next week or so and have a review. Cool. We'll check the mwctoys.com for that one. Um, also, so we'll actually add, add that he comes with, um, like Jed Deadpool, he comes with a bunch of eyepieces that have got different uh, settings on the eyes, and he even has the kill setting as well, which the red thing's on there, with the red little dots. It's really good. So, so in terms of variety, you get a lot of expressions. You can make Spidey actually really express quite a lot now with the various different eyes. You get like five sets of eyes of them in total. Absolutely great to go. So open, close, such semi-surprised wide. I like the surprised wide look on my Spider-Man, to be honest. Cause it, I know it's just just kind of cool and absolutely love it. But great figure. I would give it four and a half out of out of five, and I'm only taking down a star because of the possibility. And we're going to quickly move on to another Marvel character, which is the final. Well, no, it's not the final Marvel character. We got to another Marvel character after this. And this is a figure now that. Um, We've been waiting a little while for it to get as well. And, uh, Mike, you can take this one off because you've got this one, don't you? This is Gladiator Thor from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, he's another one. It, it seems like he's taken an awful long time to get here, but he finally got here last week. Uh, cool. And I should have my review up later today, which is going to be, you know, like a week ago from when you're hearing this. Cool, yeah. Um, the uh, Thor, this is a character and a figure. Uh, first off, I'm going to admit I'm not a huge fan of the Thor movies. 
the you first like Ragnarok couple, though, right? you know, they were okay. Uh, the, the, there wasn't Loki was probably the highlight, and it wasn't it wasn't either the actor or the character's fault. It was really kind of the plots and the, the writing. It just didn't really do a whole hell of a lot for me, or I thought much for the whole MCU in general. Well, what about Ragnarok? When he was on his own. So, so Ragnarok, though, I can tell you the movie itself I loved a lot better. I thought they yeah. really stepped it up with that movie. I think it might have been maybe the inclusion of the Hulk. You yeah. know, I've, I'm a big fan of how they're characterizing him in the films. Um, it might have just been all this. I thought that the supporting cast was really good this time between Jeff Goldblum and uh, Tessa. Uh, what's her name? Tessa Tessa Thompson, yep. maybe, who yep. plays Valkyrie. And of course, Blanchett is as Hella. I thought the they, the supporting cast was really good. So this one really did a lot for me. I liked this movie. And you guys know, like Yandu is the perfect character for me because I like those B B characters, right? I like characters yeah. that are that, that add something different to the shelf than just another of the same character over and over again. Yeah. So for me, Ragnarok, as soon as they put Hela up, I ordered her. As soon as they put Valkyrie up, I ordered her. I would order a Goldblum game master in a second. Um, but th- what's unique about this is you can't have those characters and not this Thor. Yeah. Right. I mean, because he's so specific looking to this movie. Yeah. So you got to get this Thor if you're going to get the rest of them. And I had to have Gladiator Hulk. So I had to have Gladiator Thor. It was just a no brainer. Yeah. Um, now, if all of that logic makes sense to you, then you can join the support group because, you know, if I tried to explain that to my wife, she would she just rolls her eyes. She does not understand. Um, the uh, the the Thor great head sculpt. Um Again, you know, Hot Toys has gotten to the point where their head sculpts, the skin texture, the texture around the beard and the hairline. It's just gorgeous. I mean, and then the paint on top of it, it's sort of like the paint is where they made their competitive advantage and nobody else has yet caught up. You know, just nobody can quite do it the way they can consistently. Um, I did think I noticed you were really paying a lot of attention to this one, that there's a lot of beard that's not painted. They kind of sculpted the beard pretty high on the cheeks. And I didn't notice it at first, but the more I, the more I looked at it, the more I realized that there's a fair amount of beard sculpted up onto the cheeks that, that they wisely didn't paint. Uh, but it does look a little weird. It's a little, it's a little odd because it's, it's not necessarily the right texture for the cheeks. You know, they wouldn't be sort of uh, stranded like that. But they're the cheek color. But it's a really minor knit. You have to be paying attention. Another minor knit with the sculpt is, you know, the hair comes off on top so that you can put the helmet in place. And you can kind of see the line uh, where the hair meets with the with the, the top piece of the hair meets with the lower head. Yeah. But real minor, real minor stuff. Costume looks great. Uh, this It's a little restrictive, of course, as you'd expect with the torso armor. And then the, the skin covering on the arm is always going to be a little restrictive on the elbows. But they got to do it with a character like this where the bare arms are so critical to the overall visual. Um, the accessories, he's got a ton of them. He's got, he's got, now, what I think is funny is they mention in the marketing materials he's got two daggers and two swords. Well, technically, he's got the swords. And the daggers are the short versions of the swords that go into the scabbard that, that attaches to his back with a magnet. Mm-hmm. Now, that magnet's not super tight. No. Uh, I was a little annoyed because it tends to yeah. fall off when you're handling him. Uh, but the, those are the, the daggers are the swords just in their collapsed version before he snaps them out to the longer version when he's pulled them out of the scabbards. Yep. So you get the swords in both versions. Uh, I got the deluxe, so you also get the uh, the two uh, other swords, the short sword and the long sword, and those are some those are beautiful. Yeah, they're Even nice they're swords. Plastic. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they really are. They're gorgeous. I thought they were metal when I pulled them out. They're, they're just excellent looking. And you get a gun too, uh, don't you? What was that? You get a gun as well. You get one of the guns. You get a. Yeah, you get that. 
Uh, what the hell's the name of that gun? Starts with yeah. I don't know. It's like a it's like a yeah, big old alien looking thing. Well, too, in a two-handed kind of pose. Yeah. The um, so overall, I mean, it's a great figure. I, it's 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 Hot Toys doing a nice job. Now, again, if you're not into the movie, it's a really specific look. And if you're not going to get Hulk to go next to him, I'm not sure that he's going to be real high on your list. But uh, at least they did a really nice job with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if, if you were to pick this one, did you get the road worn Thor? Um, again, it, well, if you were going to only have one Thor, I think you'd go with the Road Warren Thor. Really? You think because I, mean, I mean, again, this one you're going to want to pose with Hulk. You are exactly. You are going to want, want, want to pose with Hulk. But what would what, what would you recommend to people if if they weren't going to get the Hulk? What what Thor should they be getting? Uh, I think the Road Warren. I don't know about you, but I thought that was an excellent figure. Yeah, lovely looking figure. I thought, well, that's, of course, it's, he has the long hair and that yeah. as well. But it was it was it was interesting going into the groups and stuff and seeing that people really rate the Dark World Thor still. I was going to say, I was just going to say that. That, that yeah. I think that's probably my favorite. I mean, there was the two versions with the light armor, yeah, and uh, and the heavy armor. Yeah, and that head sculpt was really outstanding. It was, yeah. Uh, I, I I just think personally, this one, like you said, because it's got the gladiator look, it's going to look great next to Hulk, but. Ultimately, if you only had one Thor in your shelf, you'd want long hair, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a real specific look for this movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that, that was kind of the predicament I was in now. So what I've ended up doing now is I've ended up putting away the other uh, Lighthouse Guardian armor. Because I, I, there's something about that Thor I really like. Even the box on that Lighthouse Guardian armor is flipping lovely. That was sweet. It's, oh, it's so nice. But yeah. he comes with a lovely kind of black poncho as well. And it's like it's like that. I love this. I love this Thor. None of this is a comment on this picture, Thor. But I was honestly reckoning like, oh, crikey. Because it's kind of like, because once you get Gladiator Hulk... It's like that's a very specific Hulk, and that means you kind of take him out of the, your Avengers collection. And what do you do then? Because that's that's kind of the predicament I'm in. I've got regular Hulk, and yeah. he's in there. I've got regular Hulk, and he's in there with the Avengers, with you know, in their kind of more regular gear, and I've updated Captain America's here and there as as far as they will go. But it's like I was like, I don't need two Thors, but I love Ragnarok, and I like that Thor in Ragnarok. And to be honest, I'm not bowled over with. Infinity War Thor because he's just a bit lackluster looking with the kind of the darker shades and and Ooh. stuff like that. I'm just I know he'll come with uh, Stormbreaker and things, but I I it's just I really don't know what to do. So that's what I've decided to do. Was well, I don't know what to do. I've just decided what I ended up thinking. What I'm doing. I know I'll I'll see how I go, but I've kept the um, Lighthouse Guardian armor in a box now. I've put him away, and I'll see how I feel now when the next Thor comes out, and then I'll 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 gauge and what what's going to happen. But I do want. Ragnarok Hulk as well because I just love that movie. But so yeah, I'm not sure what what I'm what I'm going to do there. I mean, you guys yeah. of course don't don't really have that. Is is that something you guys think about at all? And if you're going to have because you know a lot of people won't be able to have two Hulks. Yeah. Or won't be able to have the two Thors as well. So if you're going to kind of pick one, I mean, and if you get this one, like Mike said, you, you want the Ragnarok Hulk. So it's it's all a bit of a dilemma. Help me, guys. What, what should what, what well, should I be doing? Well, I, I, it's like you're saying. I think you know again if you only had one. Thor, you want long hair. If you only have one Hulk, I think you just want him in his classic-looking angry green mode. Mm. Um, but that's not to say, obviously, you know, the, 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 the Gladiator one has just has so many cool elements. But mm. it's this whole domino effect of how many figures do you want of each character in your collection. So if you only had one, I'd go, I'd go for a classic Hulk, personally. Exactly. I mean, Right. And if you're going to go with, you know, the other thing is if you're going with the movie, right? So if you're just sticking with Avengers, then neither the Hulk nor this Thor really fit in. But if you are going to do a Ragnarok shelf and you're going to pick up Valkyrie and, 
you know, hella, and some of, if they put, I would kill for a game master. Um, then it makes it a lot easier because you've got a, a specific display for Ragnarok. Have they even put Valkyria for pre-order yet? I, I was going to say she's only appeared at kind of uh, cons, cons, isn't she? Yeah, uh, uh, she's on the sideshow site, I know, but I don't know if she's still just preview or pre-order. I don't remember. Mm, I, think, I, I, have, think she, I, I think she's just on preview one. I don't think she's actually just, pre-order. I've just googled it now, and yeah, the pictures that are coming up are just of her at cons. There's no though, actual finished short. product shots of her, is there? No. You no, see that? I'm, I'm curious because she was a great character. Absolutely yeah. brilliant, kick-ass character. So I'm, I'll be, I, I mean, I will buy a, a Valkyrie figure in the morning. So I hope they make it, and I, I, I do hope they make it. I've already got my Hela. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely getting Hela. Absolutely, definitely yeah. getting Hela. And, and, and that, that's a figure I'm not looking for. That's which is not a little thing I want to ask you guys. Maybe at the end of we do these reviews, is what figures are coming out? Are you guys hoping to look forward to? So there we go. Gladiator Thor overall, Mike. What would you give him? Uh, I'd go three and a half out of four. Three and a half out of four. You're not a five star kind of person. You're going to a four star person. You're going to be no. There's no five stars. There's, there's four stars. There's no four stars. Why is there not five stars, Mike? It's because it's, that's it's not the, you go a b c d. This is your system. Four, not one through five. Okay. All right. So if we're going for a four star system, we're going to give Thor three out of five. Three and a half out of four. Just, yeah, he's he, he's just nudging over a three, I think. But he, you know, that's not nothing against the head sculpt. All that stuff, it's brilliant. It's just down to yeah, how essential I think he is. I would have liked. Um, I'm like, God, hot toys. You've gotten a lot of mileage out of these particular muscular arms. Make new ones. I mean, that's kind of my only issue with this because I just I've never liked these muscular arms that he has because anatomically, I just don't I just don't like how they're quite shaped. They're just a, they're fine. They're serviceable, but I don't like the actual deltoid, the shoulder part on it, and just. And again, you can't obviously hold Thor. You can actually get him in some nice poses with these arms, actually, because you can actually bend those elbows right up and actually rest the mace. He comes with this great mace. Yeah. I love that mace. It's all about the mace and the shield for me. That shield he comes with is, is amazing as well. And I love all the Kirby-esque patterns. <gasps> the box in this one was pretty spectacular, actually, because it was very Kirby-esque, wasn't it, with all the blocks yeah. and the shapes and the circles and stuff. I really like this figure, but as Mike cleverly pointed out uh, earlier on, actually, that the, the magnets on the back are, are, are way too... I mean, it, like one knock and they're, they're they're falling off. Not that they'll break yeah. because they're quite rubbery looking things, but I just thought. Yes. That... No. Sorry, say it again, Mike. It's just annoying. They fall off every time. You're yeah, it is. Them. You're you're moving yeah. him, and you you want to get those swords jutting up from his back to kind of framing his head a little bit, and he, every kind of a move at all, they they will just fall everywhere, kind of thing. But and I think that's another thing I'd agree with you there on on the arms is that he, I think it's a, it's a tough one because you need to have the articulation there. But he does look a little bit slopey shouldered. Yeah, they're, um, they're just again, a little too small. I think small. the classic one with the big cape, where it kind of gives him that really wide shouldered look, again just hides all that. It does. It does. It does hide hide all that. And I just think. I just think, given you're going to do a few Thors, new more Thors now, I think you, you could have updated those arms a little bit because, you know, you gave Commando unique arms and you've given a couple of other people unique arms. I just thought Thor could have had slightly more because just biceps and triceps aren't just aren't quite shaped like that. They are there and the overall shape of Hemsworth arms are, are there to a degree. He's got quite thick, chunky triceps. I get really into this kind of stuff. But other than that, I just I, w- I would have preferred newer arms. But it's a great figure overall. And I love his cape. His cape is nice and ripped off as well. And it kind of hangs and drapes really nicely. It's got some lovely paint and cuts on it and stuff like that. So I really, really like I love this it figure. It has to be said, the helmet's nice as well. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's, on, it's a nice, tight fit on the head. Um, and let's face it, apart from the very first Thor, we haven't had another one with a helmet, have we? Yeah, who, someone's messing with a figure in the background there or something. Are you? Sorry, sorry. I was just... Uh, Getting something out of a box. Ah, right, okay. What's, it was an action figure, was it, Jeff? It was indeed. Good man. 
As long as it's uh, if those noises are legit, I don't mind. <laughs> uh, but one thing I will say about the stories, I find them very pickupable. Out of all the figures in my collection, actually, I I do tend to like if I'm if I'm like sitting on a Sunday evening or something like that, watching a movie or whatever, or TV shows or whatever, I do like to pick pick out a figure of choice. And I have to say, I I do return to this one quite a lot. But then, I'm a He-Man fan. I am going to go for Norse-looking dudes with shields and weapons and swords and stuff. So I am kind of going to gravitate more towards that generally. But I really like it, and I would agree with that assessment. Actually, I would actually keep it as a three. Because I, I, I wanted improved arms and wanted um, wanted wanted a few other things and then th- those magnets in the back are a little annoying. So that's uh, that's Ra, Gladiator Thor from Thor Ragnarok. And we're going to go swiftly on to uh, one more Marvel figure before we get on to some Star Wars. And it's going to be the Diecast Mark V, which is the Iron Man from Iron Man 2. Famously the one where he sits in the donut and he comes with a box of donuts. So, Jeff, you take that away. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, the the reason I really wanted this one is it's it's one of my favorite outfits. I love, although the second film is far from my favorite in any of the Marvel universe. I really love the the Monaco racetrack scene with uh, with Whiplash, and the way he puts the suit on, you know, in the in the in the briefcase, and the way it kind of builds up around him. I just love. So when I saw the amount of extra details they're putting on this one, I just thought, yeah, it's it's worth it for an extra, you know, Iron Man suit. So I may get, I might get rid of my original one. I probably will. Um, but the one thing I will say about this that kind of is a slight distraction is he's slightly bigger and bulkier than the original version. Really? Obviously, he's made out of die cast. Yeah, and I always hoped they'd make him sleeker because the whole thing is this was the one suit that was like a second skin, wasn't it? It was a, it was a more lightweight version, hence why it gets so ultimately wrecked. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was the tinfoil version of the outfit of the, of the armor. So I My really apologies hope at the start. I said it's the one of the daughter. It's not the one of the daughter. It's the one that he kicks no. in the suitcase when he's fighting with Flash at the, yeah, the, the yeah. racing. My apologies. Go on, carry on. Sorry. So apart from that, his silhouette is slightly bigger and bulkier than the original Mark V that they put out. Right. Um, but it still stands very well next to the other um, diecast figures. Uh, but apart from that, everything is just sweet. I mean, the the detailing that they put on this, the new the flaps on the legs are a work of art. Um, they all open up on either side of the shin, um, almost like sort of like uh, little scales the way they all come out. So, and likewise, the the bits on the chest, the what I'm going to say, I always thought looked like tire track bits. They kind of come out and open up as well. So you can kind of have him in an open armed, you know, almost crucifixion. Stance and it, it looks like the suit is building itself around him. It's uh, it's really sweet cool. in that respect. Um, the head sculpt, the Tony Stark head sculpt, is nice, but it's a reuse. Um, I think it's the one that came with Met Test Tony. It looks like that to me. Um, and that that again is a bit of a shame because the thing about this scene specifically, he's it's one of the few scenes where 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 Tony looks a bit messed up, doesn't he? His hair's a mess. He's had he's got helmet head basically. Yeah. He's just taken that hair and his hair's all over the kind of his forehead and everything. I thought it would have been nice as an added bonus just to maybe replicate his look in that scene, whereas he he's got very coiffure, perfect hair, uh, like Tony normally has. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really sweet figure. Some really lovely um, deep stances you can get with it because again, they've really re-engineered all the uh, the flaps and everything around the kind of groin, so that when the knees uh, come up or when the the top of the thigh comes up, there's a lot of give. There's lots of little yeah. Panels can you move those up. little thingies out that are just like just above yeah, his, on yeah. His pelvis so there. again, it all it all kind of moves so that you can get him in some really nice uh, deep stances. Um, so yeah, all in all, I'd say. If, if, if it's one of your favourite suits, which it is for me, it was a kind of a must-have um, at the expense of probably getting rid of the original version. Um, but yeah, so my only real downside would be that I wish they could have just kept him a little bit tighter and sleeker 
uh, and so that it'd be more true to the sort of human form rather than looking like a, oh. a heavy duty armor. And let's see some side by side pics. Have you got this one, Mike? Mike? Uh, oh, I did not pick this one up. It, as I've said before, I'm kind of Iron Man'd out. Uh, yeah. We'll see what they do, you know, out of the next couple of films, if there's something that really knocks my socks off. But, yeah, I don't think I even have any uh, Iron Man on pre-order yet. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, um, I mean, for me, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a bit of an Iron Man person, but I stopped when I got the Civil War Iron Man. That's, I've pretty yeah. much had all the standard marks. Up, 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 up till that point. Uh, well, not just the standard, more familiar marks. Forgetting all the ones from Iron Man three or whatever. I, I only got the main one from Iron Man three. But I'm one of those people who has the um, the halls of armor. I've got the hall of armor. Oh yeah. They're the, the nice ones that with the light up sides and the light up bases yeah. and the ceilings and everything and, and the holograms in front of them. I have got the seven of those set up. Inside each of those seven are the previous versions of all those regular marks that you're talking. Yeah. I did update the mark three because I. Th- Figured that did need an update, so I did yeah. get the diecast Mark III because that overall was just more accurate to the screen. So that was the only one I got. But my, I, I was kind of like all these other Ironmans, kind of these these reissued diecast ones, aside from the Mark III, kind of snuck past me because they've just released the Mark II now in diecast. Yeah, the Mark VI is coming out in diecast. That, and that's, that's that's the third time they've done the Mark II now, isn't it? So. They yeah, did the original, they did the, then they did the Unleashed version. Yeah, which is the one I currently have, of, the Unleashed one. I thought yeah, the Unleashed one was a really one nice one because it had the open helmet and stuff like that. And it yeah. is a really nice one. It comes with a roadie head sculpt as well, of course. But yeah. I, I, I really like that one. But one of my things was, was like, well, as those Ironmans that I have, they look great inside the little, their little cubicles. Do I need to upgrade and get the one that you have, for instance? Because I, I have, the, I have the, yeah. the Mark V is in there. Do I need to upgrade that? Not only that... It, I know it's a better figure, so I know it probably will be a fair enough upgrade. And I do want to know how much I'll get for this one, considering this one is mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll see. But one of my concerns was that I do have these quite high up on a thingy, and, you know, I worry about how heavy they are, you know, as well. There's, yeah. there's, there's a weight issue as well, because the collection is looking nice, and they're inside the cubicles. So do I really need to be updating all of them or yeah you know what i mean so if i'm on if i'm honest from your perspective I, i'd say no because oh, yeah, the real benefit of this one is the fact that you can have him in the suit up pose yeah because uh, all the flaps kind of open up but if you want him just standing in a kind of museum pose hall of armor i would say there's very little point that's what i'm kind of thinking to see that's what i'm thinking yeah. it's the kind of thing i'll update at my leisure maybe if i can but it's kind of like like oh my god they're doing a mark two my god they're doing a mark six now as well with the donuts which is one I thought you were talking about, but it's not so yeah. And they'll probably do the Mark Seven as well in diecast now, next, I'll imagine. Yeah. And to be honest... And the they Mark, did a lot of Mark versions version, of that Mark Seven as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll say the, the second version of the Mark One is still pretty much one of my favourites anyway. Yeah, no, that, the second um, version of the Mark One is a great yeah. one. That is the one to be getting. You do not want to get the first version of the Mark One or the first version of the Mark Two or the first version of Mark Three because they oh. are just inferior now to what we have now. I mean, you do look at the difference, especially that Mark One, the first Mark One with that brutal head yeah. sculpt in the world. We aren't quite getting it. They just they were just about to experiment with that new plastic and they just about got it right. So Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, but again, it's kind of like one of those classic things where I, I loathe getting rid of any of my figures. And I know I know um, Michael obviously doesn't. You know, he is he is a guardian the of the future for these things. Um, but at the same time, like, they are kind of important, I think, because it's, it's the evolution of how a company has progressed as well. So it's kind of like if, if one day, you know, Michael does have a have a, a museum that people come and have a look at and pay their couple of bucks and I, I you know I, I think it's important to have these ones to show how how a company's evolved really yeah. yeah it is cool to see how they've changed from one to the next 
Yeah, that'd be cool. That, that'd that be an interesting thing for you to do, Mike, when you kind of get your stuff a bit more sorted and relaxing. So it'd be really cool for you to see. You could, we could do like, we could do whole entire episodes of the progression of certain figures over the years of that same character from the same company. We could, and, we yep. could, and we can use multiple companies as well. We can go to Sideshow as well and a few other companies that have done some reissues as well. You know, because Sideshow have started reissuing, not reissuing, but kind of going back in some of the ones that they reissued, like a Jedi Luke, for instance, and, and stuff like that. So that... There, that's something I think we can look forward to, Mike. So keep 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 us abreast of what you're doing there, on 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 with your, with your warehouse and or your your big storage facility. Because I think that'd be really cool to actually be do. Like, stay or I'll be dead. So <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. All right, then. So that's it now for our marvels. We are gonna swiftly move on to some Star Wars. Star Wars, boy. Going to some Star Wars, and um, we've already covered a Tarkin and last week, but you got you got a Vader with that, did you, Jeff? I did, yeah, no, because I, um, I, I thought the Vader was worth an upgrade. I've got the uh, the, the first version with the, the dodgy gloves. Which yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind that. No, much, neither do but, I. Um, I thought they were fine. I think they're yeah, fine. Yeah, it's kind of, it's not, it's not a real biggie for me. Um, the, the, the biggest problem with them, of course, as everybody has said, is that it's an absolute bugger of a job trying to get the batteries into him. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a complete stripped down job. So um, I have to admit, I haven't even bothered putting them in on my new one because uh, it's not a feature I'm going to be using very often anyway. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll keep it very brief. It's just it's just a nice upgrade. If you've already got Vader from the first version, you don't absolutely need it, but he does obviously come with the interrogation droid again, which is nice, yeah. which to my eyes looks identical. I think there might be a little bit of an update on the painting. Uh, the syringe, for whatever reason, looked nice at this time, I think, but uh, I don't know if that's just one my memory uh, failing me. Um, but no, the, the real reason for getting it was, was Tarkin. Um, I know you guys have already uh, discussed it, but for me, he was a must-have, an absolute must-have. So uh, I, I'm really hoping, because another figure we haven't heard about for a long time, and they, again, I think we only ever saw con pictures, was the, uh, the Death Star Commander. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was, I'm really hoping we get him, because I managed to get the, the, the gunner, uh, and I would like to have this guy flanked by uh, by them. Yeah, I really would. A whole Death Star setup, man. Yeah. Be very so, nice. yeah, here's hoping, here's hoping they release that. But but no, as far as I'm concerned, I think uh, it's it's been it's been said many times before. I think it's just a really essential character, Tarkin, and it's 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 been about time really, and, and they've done a great job on it. Yeah, no, great, great, great looking figure. I totally agree. Um, tips on anyone who did get that Darth Vader, as, as I did mention this in the la on the last, whenever we got the the, the new Hope Vader. Uh, tip on how to do it: um, don't let the Velcro on the back um, fasten. If you leave the Velcro on the back, you can slip your pinky finger in, hey, easy, and you can hit the switch with your baby finger. Uh, and you can squeeze into the Velcro. You can just slip your finger under the cape, put it into the little uh, the, where the Velcro is on his back, and you can hit that switch to, to get your sound function. Because I personally love me some sound functions with a remote control. I think that is just fly as hell. That is, I, lo I absolutely love that feature. So, I would honestly, Jeff, it's worth a go. It's it's because it's a lot of fun. You just yeah. keep clicking those buttons, and you do, he's talking away to you. Absolutely love yeah. that one. But um, yeah, so that was Vader. That was that because you got the two pack there, didn't you? I did, yeah, yeah. Too bad, cool, cool, cool. Did you get the chair with that target as well? You got the chair, didn't you? It does, yeah. No, it comes with the chair. Um, and I did have him posed on the chair. Uh, and it takes a bit of futzing, doesn't it, to get him kind of sitting correctly on it because he, he hasn't got the weight. You have to, to really, you have to really bend yeah. that torso and to really get those legs really up into the pelvis quite uh, quite a bit. I managed to get mine pretty flushed down, but. I hasten to think what he looks looks like with the clothes all creased up like that after a well, period of time. Well, to be honest, that was part of my concern as well. So I, I now have I've, I've packed the chair away. I think if I do ever get like a little display, it will be out again. But I do like him standing, hands behind back, 
just in front of Vader. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be my preferred pose. I might take mine out, actually, and see how he survived, because I, I like the chair. I, I have mine in the chair. I've, yeah. got, I've got Leia kind of in cuffs alongside him and Vader on the other side, so it's kind of nice looking. And speaking of kind of uh, bodyguards and whatnot, we're going to move on to the Praetorian guards. Now, these are those red dudes from yeah. Last Jedi with the various yeah. different kinds of weapons, and you got two of those. Mike, did you get these? I haven't got mine yet. How'd you get yours so fast, Jeff? Oh, I got them from, got them direct from China. So, uh, yeah, I didn't hang around for distributors over here. Yeah, no, and, and they're nice. I mean, it's kind of like, it's one of those characters whereby, I have to admit, I wasn't the biggest fan of Episode 7. I've gone on record and said that. In fact, I think I'm going to have I um, enjoyed Solo more than I enjoyed Episode I 7. I did too. Well, no, I'll, I'll have, there's a caveat to that, actually. Yeah, well, it, you know, it, it had its issues, but I, I just enjoyed it a lot. But no, these, I thought, you know, these were, without a doubt, obviously meant to be the upgrade to the uh, to the uh, the Emperor's Royal Guard. Um, but they obviously look a little bit more lobster-like because they've been given this kind of, uh, this armor with lots of sort of panels that all kind of moves, etc. Uh, so you get two variations that you can buy, and each one comes with two head sculpts. So I think I'm right in thinking, were there, were there six or eight in the movie? Because um, you get the uh, the guy with the the double blade who's got the kind of flat bit on the top of his head looks a bit sort of samurai esque. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the head, the overhead head that you can sort of swap over to, which is kind of a bit more like a, a traditional knight. Um, and then the other guy has a head that's even more like a traditional knight, but with the same head sculpt as a as a swap out. Um, so apart from that, the bodies are identical. Um, some really lovely detailing on the uh, on the sequented kind of like uh, almost like uh, insect like armor over the arms, yeah. uh, which surprisingly enough means you can still get some really nice poses in the arms. They the way they bend, it always kind of looks almost like a pipe cleaner because there's the armor kind of hides any uh, any movement underneath. Mm. Um, obviously, you're going to struggle with any you know you're not going to get the elbows up tight, but there again, I don't think the actors in the film could have done that. Um, because there are restrictions that the armor just naturally gives to you. Yeah. Um, so no, apart from that, they're, they're just. I, I think if you're going to be, uh, you know, collecting all the uh, the Star Wars figures that are an essential, if you're going to pick and choose more, then I'd say you know you're only going to go for one, if any at all. Because uh, I think the other thing is we we still haven't heard anything about whether they're going to do uh, a Snoke figure. Um, and I think you know if they do eventually do a Snoke with a throne. Uh, then these guys are going to become a lot more desirable. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see if that happens. Uh, under under the actual armour, they they wear like a sort of pleather suit, so the trousers are black, but the upper part is red to just hide underneath the, uh, mm. uh, the, the bits of the armour you can see through. Um, and you can get some surprisingly kind of nice uh, poses from that as well, because the, the under trousers are kind of quite thin pleather. Uh, you, you can get quite some kind of like uh, deep stances and get the legs to sort of like move up reasonably high. Nice. But again, from the scenes you've seen in the film, you, you know, the, these guys were pretty active, but they weren't getting into any kind of like crouches or anything from my memory. Um, what kind of blades did they come with? Because there's one dude had a stave, another, yeah, dude, another well, dude had a thing that could split in half, another dude yeah, had a so thing that could actually kind of go like a whip, like that chick from Soul Calibur yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So you basically get, with the guy who's got the, I'm going to say the samurai type yeah. helmet, uh, he comes with the two blades that separate, so he can either have two uh, swords in effect, or they can clip together as one. Mm. Uh, he also comes with like a longer, almost like a, a lance with a, with a long blade on the top mm -hmm. uh, for the other head sculpt. Then the other guy, when he's in, he's kind of like a knight mode with the, with the pointy, and we call it the pointy uh, head sculpt. He has a very long, uh, heavy blade, that they call, which is almost like an axe. 
Um, and then his other weapon, when you swap heads for the, for the more simplified version, is basically a sword, uh, but obviously at the flick of a switch, uh, it becomes almost like an electro whip. Wee. So uh, that's, uh, and you get both versions in it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I was getting. So you get the sword, the yeah. solid version, and then the whippy version. Yeah, and the whippy really? version Ooh, that's nice. has got some very fine posable wires between each sort of oh, sequence, between oh, each that's area. That's nice. So you can, you can get it into some nice whippy kind of poses. My one concern here would be to tell people not to pose it too often. Because right. the fact is, they're wires, and as we know, if you bend a wire enough times, it's, it's going to get weak and it's going to snap. Um, so I'd say don't go for any extreme bends in these wires. Just make sure you get some nice gentle curves, yeah. which is very easy to do. And, and, and just be aware of that, because I, I, I think over time, this is probably going to be the most fragile element of the of the whole figure. No. Um, yeah. Go on. Yeah. No, I said that that's it really. I mean, the, uh, the other thing I didn't mention was that the uh, between the the. The, the shin guards and the boots it's a separate piece again so again you can get some nice uh, tilt on the feet so you can get some nice deep stances there so yeah all in all a nice figure if, if it's one that you're after if you're a fan of the film and if you want you know if they hopefully release a smoke um, I think it's uh, there'll, there'll be a lot more essential that, if that happens but you've got a two pack yeah no, no they come separately all right um, yeah, so you, um, you you get one of each um, in a separate box, uh, and as I said, I, th- I think there were in the movie. I think there were eight eight right. characters. So, how many variations of them could you, in theory, get if you want to, if you bought multiple of these? Could you make up there's, all? There's basically three, um, but you could say four because of the different weapons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's basically three configurations. There's the there's the the, the, the what I'm going to call the simplified classic knight then there's the knight with the pointy uh, nose guard and then there's the guy with the samurai kind of uh, shield on the top do, do, they all, the do they all have the kind of same face plates then uh, no no in fact they're, they're, they're quite different so the guy with the uh, the samurai hood uh, he has kind of like almost like almost like the sweeping you know the way a stormtrooper's mouth sweep, swoops down almost yeah. sort of a piranha like the front of his mouth does that but has a, a shield that goes further down uh, and then the other one has what I'm going to Called, you know, like a traditional old medieval European knight. Right. Uh, it has like a section that sort of juts out as a point at the front. So it's not and like a case of where they could get little, just little extra bits and interchange out the pits to make all the varieties. Each helmet is quite unique. Yeah, so there were three right. unique helmets, uh, and as I said, the, the, the one that the simplified knight version, uh, you get an identical one with both. So that's a swap out head for both of them. Okay, cool. Mike, what, what what was taking you to these ones, Mike? Why were you excited about these ones? Because these were ones like, like, oh, these are cool, yeah, but I, I won't be able to fit them in my collection. So I was like, oh, give me this. But what, what was the draw for you with these ones? Oh, just because that scene is so is so cool. I mean, that's just one of the best lightsaber battles ever. Um, if you can put these two guys with a with a Kylo and a, and a uh, what's-your-face? Um, Daisy. Name. Yeah, yeah. Why am I blanking on her name? Daisy. Yeah. Um, Ray. Ray. Yeah. Oh, no, Ray, Ray, Ray. Oh, there we go. Lads! Geek fail! Geek fail! We were just having a senior moment. It's the heat, it's the heat, it's the heat, it's the heat. Yeah. Stick her and uh, Kylo with these two guys, and it's just, it'll be like the best scene ever. So that, it, and also, you know, I love the old, the guard, the red guards before, right? The, the red yeah. is just really cool, bright, sharp color in a sea of black, white, and brown. Yeah. And the uh, other thing about these figures is they do look absolutely and utterly perfect it's kind of like um you know there's obviously these guys are the elite of the elite and they spend all day guarding you know the supreme chancellor or emperor whatever they call him these days uh so you know they are there's no there's no dirt on these guys there's no kind of weathering uh 
they look like they've just walked out of the factory. They're absolutely perfect. Excellent, cool. Well, I mean, they're they're, they're very interesting looking characters, but I thought it would, might have been a case so that you could maybe take the the top section of the helmet and interchange those to get the full variety and, and range of them and stuff like that. But if it comes up forward, I mean, that, that's that's pretty good. I guess they are those kinds of guys. But if you, and maybe the fact that Snoke really wasn't as big as a character as we anticipated, maybe that's why they might not might not go for it. And it is interesting because Star Wars isn't big in China. So I, you know, and we do know that Howard Howard Chan of Hot Toys only likes to make the ones that he he kind of likes to a certain degree. Yeah. I believe that was something you said before, Mike, in the past. So I'd be I'm just you know I'd be curious if we do actually get to Snoke because he'll be a tall figure as well. And but as he was such as he was kind of a as he as he had a, a far more reduced role than we were led to believe, which is I I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I actually thought that whole dynamic was very cool. There's lots of things in Last Jedi I really like, but there. There are things in Lancet that I don't like, which is something I've never said about a Star Wars movie. I thought Han Solo was a ton of fun. Tons yeah. of fun. I thought the ending was very weak. I just thought that it looks like you ran out of steam it by the end of it. By the end of it, something... Oh, that's just the wind blowing something over there. That's fine. Great. Um, a wind? Oh, nice wind. Um, but, um, yeah, where was I? Sorry, I completely lost train of thought there. Oh, it's because you had smashing in the background. It was. Uh, no, we were just talking about Solo and the ending. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was one of those people that lo- I actually really enjoyed Solo. I'm, I yeah. like Last Jedi, but I can see issues with it, and there are things in there that are like, no, no, bad Disney, bad. Not, yeah. but not. You, you, that's not, not in a Star Wars movie. Not in a Star Wars movie. In your other movies, go ahead. Not in a Star Wars movie, and every I think every, I don't need to know what to go on. What, 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 but Han Solo, on the other hand, I thought was a very weak movie. But by God, I had a lot of fun with it. And in my opinion, had the kind of the pulpy sort of pulpy old school comicy book vibe about it that I really like about Star Wars that I feel yeah. is kind of missing in these newer Star Wars. There's a little bit of that in Rogue One. But I, what I, my issue with Rogue One is, I think the characters are very weak in Rogue One. They're they're not compelling characters. I think it's a it's a fun movie to watch, but it's not a very compelling movie to watch, except for um, uh, uh the, the bad guy, uh, director oh, yeah. Krennic. Krennic. I thought he was great, but I really enjoyed uh, Han Solo. Just as just a disposable bit of fun. What 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 do you guys think? I I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of went in with incredibly low expectations, mm. um, which, which really helped. Um, so on the whole, I, I just came out and I was smiling. You know, I I did, as you say, it was just a, a nice adventure movie, almost a bit of a throwaway Star Wars film. Yeah, I thought um, so, and I'm cool with that. Now, yeah, I mean, you could say that maybe you know Han Solo as a character deserves more, arguably, and there are a few kind of cringing moments, you know, without spoiling it for anyone, but just the way he got certain things, the yeah, way he got his yeah, name, yes, yes, the way he yes. got his weapon, it was all just a bit kind of, yeah, okay. I didn't really think that um, through, guys. Yeah, but, but, I, but I enjoyed it. Good stuff. Mike? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought there was more more uh, character deaths in any one Star Wars movie than we've seen before. I was, you know... <laughs> yeah. For a, light, for a light Star Wars movie, there was... Yeah. A lot of people got killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I particularly like uh, what's the robot's name? Um, oh yeah, well, she, she's, she's a divisive one. A lot of people didn't like her. I mean, I was I was with the when I was trooping. Yes, there was a lot of people there who didn't like them. Yeah, whatever. It's yeah. not K two S O. We don't a lot of things in the Star Wars universe. So, uh, but LG five, perfect. L seven, L seven. Yes, and I thought she, you know, <laughs> I had somebody complaining that he, she was too human. But so was C-3PO. Yes, exactly. I mean, this yeah. idea that, that, you know, 
all so was K2SO in his own way. Characters we had before. You know, she's not that much different than C3PO in the way he acted about things and said the kind of the kind of banter he had. Yeah, and I thought the I thought the relationship between uh, between the droid and Lando was uh, was quite interesting. Yeah, I did. Too. <laughs> it's a, again, it's a, they've hinted at that from a. If you think about it, we've never really seen in a direct way how the droids feel about the people. Yeah. We've seen a lot of times where the people feel very um, attached to the droids. Yeah, or we don't serve that kind in here. <laughs> but we usually don't see that kind of extreme attachment the other way, and it makes sense, yeah. right? I mean, it's, yeah. the, they are becoming the, the theory is you'd be getting sentient, and um, there'd be and the, she was funny, like C three PO was funny, right? yeah. kind of the smart ass attitude. So I liked her. I liked. Stop looking at me. A lot of people, I liked. Um, uh, Kira, um, who's the actress from Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she did a real good job, Khaleesi. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, again, it's it's it doesn't have to be you know Citizen Kane. It's it's Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Should be fun adventures. That, that's yeah. that's kind of what I was too. I I, I I thought it really brought brought the popcorn back to Star Wars. That movie. I thought yeah. I, I really enjoyed. And, it. I, and I, a little. there were some scenes that I just and again, although it wasn't as anywhere near as gritty as Rogue One, the scenes where you know young Solo was on the you know, conscripted. And he was in the mud trooper gear, and there was all yeah, kind of trench warfare. It, it all just looked great, and I loved all the, the designs, all the new armor, and everything. Uh, yeah, so it, it, for me, you know, a Star Wars film should feel like putting a nice, comfy cardigan on and sitting well, back and put. And it, it felt like that. Yeah, the one scene that I really thought tied in nicely with who Solo is and who he became, and what really happened between him and Greedo, is the scene at, towards the end between him. And uh, and uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. That was... I thought that right way to handle that. Mm -hmm. I thought <laughs> that was the best way to go, and that we all know now. You know, um, Han shot first. Me do. And we'll always shoot first. Yeah, <laughs> he will. He will always shoot first. And uh, out of that movie, to get on to one of the topics that I wanted to start adding to the show was, um, out of that movie, what figures would you get if you were to get any? Because there's been a few now. We've had a few release. We've had Han and another terrible Chewie. God, another mm -hmm. terrible one. Why, 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 why? I, 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 I think it's unfair to call it terrible. I really do because we have waited so, so long for a Chewie. And I know you could argue that they're maybe not improving them as quickly as they could. But honestly, I think I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this, Mark. We have waited so long for a decent Chewie, and, and this is the closest we've ever got. So yeah, it's but like, it they're going people. downhill. Yeah, that, that's my yeah. point, Jeff. I think the it, first it's release is still the best one they've done. Yes, exactly. The very first Chewbacca I, from A New Hope is yeah. is a great Chewbacca, and it seems like every other one, like from a uh, last from uh, Force Awakens onwards, because yeah. there's been because there's Force Awakens and then this new Solo one, and they're both terrible in my opinion. I'll have to go and have another look at it. It's one of those things where, uh, yeah, as you say, I've got both the previous ones, and there's no doubt the first one was was superior. Um, so yeah, I'll have to have another look at this, but. Um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah two they're two definites I'd have to have. Yeah, and I, I think Lando. Lando, yeah, good call. Yeah. Good. I, um, I go with Kira, too, in the outfit when they're on that planet stealing the the uh, ore or whatever. Uh, yeah. That outfit she has in that battle, which is, that that was a really cool outfit. Yeah. Uh, I'd go and I, I, I do like the mud trooper that they've, that they've already showcased. And okay. although it's a blink and you'll miss it moment, I really did like that, uh, like, um, 
for one of the bit with highway patrol stormtrooper version the biker um and i know they're they're releasing him and again just a really cool design i just love the trooper i like the trooper too with the this sort of the snow trooper version yeah yeah that was cool with a big bulky sort of electro boots on yeah, yeah, with the electro boots, uh, you could walk on the outside of the train. Yeah, yeah they, they were cool. They were cool. I thought the figure that I was really out of all of them. I mean, all all those were nice too. But I don't. I think I'll only get one from Han Solo movie, and the one I'd get is actually Han Solo in his um, infantry outfit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think you, you could drop that in with your Kato and your uh, your Jyn Erso and your kind of. I just think that'd be kind of cool to have him in in, in there with those two because that, that's kind of what I have at the moment. I've got Jyn Erso and K two S O, and we like I've got a Luke in there. But I just think I, it's if I was to get one, I think that'd be a good one to get. Because was, I wasn't really... The, the face sculpt is all right. It's a little odd in certain areas, but it's a bit of a difficult one to get. But I think that'll be one for me. But yeah. that does take us to the end of our hot toys. And we're now going to move into some other territory. We are going to move into some sideshow. Now, this is a, one of those figures that um, we were... Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to skip Hot Toys, Beauty and the Beast, Bell. Mike, did you want to talk about Hot Toys Beauty and the Beast? I, Bell? Oh, yeah. I, I think he does. Okay. And I think another one we're going to have to cover at some point is the reissue. Unless you guys did, have we talked about the new uh, DX15 Jack Sparrow? No. Oh, we can do it next time, but I think it's one we'd have to cover. Okay. Yeah, we we'll save it for next time because we are we are up against the clock here as well, guys. We're nearly up to an early an hour now. Yeah. So okay. it's up to you guys. I mean, we can talk for as long as you guys Mike, want, but I, I know you guys have families and stuff, so. Yeah, I can probably do about another ten minutes, and then I'm 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 getting to get scowly looks from my eldest daughter, youngest uh, okay, daughter. Okay, cool. Well, let's <laughs> let's squeeze in Bell. Mike gets Bell in, sir, but let's get Jack Burton and the two star races done before uh, Jeff goes. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Bell real fast. Yep. He's gorgeous. Anybody who talks about this head sculpt being wrong is smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> he is Emma Watson as Bell. It's a beautiful head sculpt. It's going to be high on my list for. Uh, best female of the year, but and this is a huge but. Oh, they. I think the thing where they went wrong is the prototype had a very light skin, as did Belle. Right, she was very very light skinned, and it looked fantastic in the prototype. And then we get the production figure, which I think the sculpt is dead on, but now she's got the usual Hot Toys Caucasian skin tone, which is kind of that slightly too tan. Um, she hasn't done seem to always go oh, and it and it takes away from what we saw with the prototype I mean I think I think that's where they where they it wasn't the sculpt where they fell down it was where they they switched back to this this darker skin tone which doesn't really match and doesn't bring out the character as well uh, the accessories are fantastic the costume is the dress is beautiful they've tacked and sewn it in such a way to give it a bustle and back without there actually being about a bustle um, this, the neckline could be a little square. Uh, it kind of rides up higher, which is another reason it doesn't quite look like the actual dress. Of course, part of that comes to the body, right? The true type bodies, you got to kind of fit the outfit to the body, uh, and that, that the body has a fairly high uh, uh, bust line. So they had to make the, the dress have a high bust line. Uh, but the stitching and the quality is great. You've got some excellent accessories. You've got uh, uh, Cogsworth and uh, what was the girl? What was the feather duster's name? Um, I can't think of her name. I'm not a Beauty and the Beat expert, I have to say. Ah, you got her. I prefer, got, the, I prefer the animated version, to be honest. You've got Chip and uh, and Ms. Potts. Uh, it's just, they did, a, you know, the accessories are beautiful. They did a really nice job overall. You've got the rose that she can hold in her hand. you got the rose that sits under the, the, the uh, cover. Um, it's just a really nice overall figure. 
with that one major screw up with the skin tone. That's annoying because I think that it, it, with the females you have to be really delicate with the skin tones. I find you have to be really delicate with those. And you know, the, the actress did have a certain glow to her skin, and there's a certain pale, not not pasty pale, but a certain paleness that was well, quite that quite sort of luminescent. Of yeah, and it's uh, sort of like the classic Marilyn Monroe. Um, yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not marble. Alabaster. 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 Yes, that yeah. sort of alabaster skin tone that, yeah. uh, that she had in the film and that they had in the prototype. It looked great, unfortunately. Yeah. And the, the only other thing, that, and again, I know it's it's really tough, this one, because it's one of those things where it's an action figure that they, like we were saying earlier, but um, the, the wrists on it, just they kind of jar with me because her arms look so delicate and she's such a delicate looking kind of figure. Um, those wrist joints just really scream out of me. It's almost like I think, even though it wouldn't be completely accurate to the costume, I'd be tempted to get some yellow ribbon or something, make it look like she had some kind of I don't know cuff chokery thing. Yeah, that's her, a good idea. Around her wrist, um, because that just yeah, it just bugs me. It's just one of those things. It, it does it with a lot of people. I think, yeah, it does. Unfortunately, it's just yeah. it, it, just that that seeing that connection, that articulation, just is it is unsightly yeah. when it's up against a very slim, smooth, kind yeah. of perfect arm and stuff. It just it does kind of give it that ah, there. You go. That's the kind of that's the part where we couldn't develop, obviously. But yeah. you're asking, we're asking for a hell of a lot there. I mean, that's going to be know. something we're going to have to watch over years and see how uh, toy companies get around the wrist area. But that's a nice little suggestion actually to put something around the so, wrist. Um, I don't know that we'll ever get a beast, you know. So poor Belle might stand alone. <laughs> they should make yeah. a beast, really, because he'd be kind of cool. You could put her over with the Jack Sparrows, you know, the Disney licenses, I suppose. I was, I was going to say, because let's face it, you know, we've got a Tonto that's never going to have a Lone Ranger, um, and, and I think there are characters that, 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 that there's an important scene in one but not the other. So that's that, that's a good call, actually. You could have a right, nice little miscellaneous section with her in there, a nice little kind of, like you said, the Disney section. Couldn't you? You well, could, you could Malef have Maleficent in there? Uh, yeah, got Maleficent. Uh, the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah Daddy, got Sleepy Hollow. Edward, uh, not Edward Scissorhands, but the other one, uh, the... Uh, the Sweeney uh, Todd as well. God, that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, you've got a few, sort of this one character from the movie. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, well, that's the end of it now for the Hot Toys, right? So, But we're going to get on to the, 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 the Sideshow one now. So this is one I'm going to really be interested to see what your discussion is like on this. So this is one of those figures I was dying for. I was dying for me to get a Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. I was really looking forward to this figure. And it was delayed. And when something's delayed, I'm like, okay, cool. It might be a little bit better. And then, because, you know... We just have a little bit of a more of a concern from prototype to final figure when it comes to Sideshow. I, for one, do really like Sideshow figures. I thought they have upped their game with the Ash and Luke's, Luke's Snowspeeder Luke in particular. I thought from prototype to final figure, I thought you guys did a pretty good job that there is qu still quite a variable between them, but the final figures were still... Boba. Boba very was also... And the, I, I never, I never got the both of it, but I remember I did get the Vader, and shortly afterwards I got the, the Hot Toys Vader, and I did find the quality difference quite apparent there. And but there's, uh, there's something about Sideshow, and I will also say this in it before I go in there as well. Sideshow is an American company, and I do like to, you know, we, sh I, I want to prop up an American company as well a little bit more, and they, they just need more encouragement. When it comes to this one, though, this is definitely one that people did raise eyebrows to, and I have to say, I did raise a negative eyebrow to. Not as negative as many others, though. I like this figure. So I am. I, 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 I do like this figure, but 
it, it really is like he'll have to do. It really is unfortunately a case of he'll just have to do because I, mean, I love Sideshow. I, I do love, love what they do, but I got to say, lads, why do you think giving him such a skinny body like that? How did you get the prototype and look at this skinny body and say, yeah, that's 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 Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. I mean, it's just he was he had a bit of muscle on him. He was he was a chunky enough lad, so he was. The thing about it is his legs are really good. His boots are great. Yeah, I don't think the arms are bad. It's I think it's mostly the torso. It is the torso. His torso. He's just he's no he's got no girth in his torso. Yeah, his arms are fine. His arms are actually fine, but it's got that horrible gap between shoulder joint and everything. It's just that's just you the guys need to be tight everything in this just needed to be so much better in my opinion. For the price point as well, because he was more expensive as well. So he is yep. one of those two hundred dollars. Yep. yep. Uh yep. Expensive figure and for anyone living in the UK, we're gonna get import fees on this one too. As well, which is kind of kind of annoying. Now the head sculpt as well, unfortunately the head sculpt is there, but the paint application is just a little light. But it's not as bad as a lot of figures would have you believe. In hand, this figure is quite nice. I am happy with him, and I'm, but I think it's more of a happy that I've got a reasonably good-looking Jack Burton in my cabinet. If you look at him from a distance, you 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 put him in there with the other with your other figures, and I have him in there with Marty McFly because I've got a bit of a denim eighties thing going on now with with the with Marty McFly Ash because he's got a denim shirt, and we got now Jack Burton here. Um. Jack Burton works if you keep his shirt, his, his jacket on. It's a nice jacket, but if you watch the movie, he only wears that jacket for like two seconds. And he is sleeveless the rest of the time. In the poster, he's, sleeve, he's, he's wearing his wife beater top. He's wearing the, his uh, nice kind of Chinese artwork t-shirt thing that he has. And he's wearing that in the whole movie. And in mine, it was called a wife beater in the 1980s. <laughs> no, it's not what it was. just sleeveless t-shirt then. Uh, yeah, it was a tank back then. <laughs> what was it called? A tank top. Tank top. That's it. Tank top. Yeah, his tank top then. Yeah. So. Um, I thought we called it a singlet, but whatever. Wow. Wait. Thanks, <laughs> to, uh, the, the cops. Thanks to cops. That T-shirt got called and ended up being a white beater. Ah, okay, yeah. sure. okay. Well, well, there you go. But if if you if, if he is iconic with with the tank top on, and it, it, he that body just it I mean it kills it. It just kills it. If you twist him and make him a crouch down pose and put his gun up. You can kind of get on, but then he's got this long, long neck, and Kurt Russell was a, a thickish enough lad. He had quite a muscular neck on him, so it's just ah, why go to all this trouble and just flake out on the upper body? Why, why would you do that? You could have given us the same arms, but you just give us this really even Ash. I mean, Ash, you gave Ash a unique upper body. You gave him quite sizable pectoral muscles and, and lats and stuff. You gave none to Kurt Russell here. It's. It, I mean, if you're a person that's on budget, and I've rarely said this on the Hot Toy Cast, don't get this because it's it's not good enough for your money. But if you are a person that can afford it or whatever, and 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 can and want your Kurt Russell, this is unfortunately the best that you have. We know that Moleculator supposedly making a quarter scale Jack Burton, but man, I just think quarter scales are a hard sale because people just don't have their own. You know, twelve scales. That's nice, nice format. I'm rambling. Someone else take over. Mike, talk to me. Yeah, this is one of those figures that when I reviewed him, I got a lot of the people who say, hey, you're being too picky, you're being too hard on him. And I always know that means the figure kind of sucks. Um, because you get people who love the license, who adore the license, and they're just desperate for anything they can possibly have. And yep. when you tell them that this is not a $240 figure by any stretch, 
any imagination, they get pissed. Um, but it's not. I mean, now, I will say this about the head sculpt. I think it's a much better head sculpt than a lot of people give it credit for. Agreed. It's not quite as good as the John Ruth, although the John Ruth's biggest problem is the beard. But the likeness to Kurt Russell, I think, is a little better on the on the John Ruth from Star Ace. But it's miles better than the or, the, the the Snake Puskin that Sideshow did. So so this is a better portrait from Sideshow for for Russell. I think the paint fails it. I I think the the five o'clock shadow looks like it's kind of just mud, you know, dirt wiped on his face, yeah. and, and the rest of the the rest of the paint job's kind of pale and flat. There's not a lot of detail in the face, and he's got a lot of freckles on his neck, which I'm not quite sure where that came from. Um, and, and like you said, the neck is too long. Uh, you can pull out one of the, I think there's like, you know, two, um, uh, ball pegs in that neck. You can pull one of them out and shove the head down a little further, but you still got a long neck. Uh, the costume, oh, you know, the, actually. I, I used to think that it was, the pants were too high waisted. Um, I kept looking at this and then looking at the poster. Um, yeah, I kept the police though. Too, my, made it better. I think the problem actually is that the crotch is too low. If you compare the pants, the reason it looks like the pants are so high-waisted is because normally jeans, the, the crotch starts at the bottom of the zipper cover. Yeah, it not, goes around. You know, a trunk below. And I think that you're, it just looks high-waisted because it's so far away from the crotch oh, because yeah. the crotch is too low. Um, the boots are great. The, boots, the boots are the best part of the costume, I think. The boots, yes, the boots are great. The boots are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the jeans, the jeans, the jeans are faded in nice areas too, around, around the crotch area as well. There's a nice fade to them. But yeah, I've actually, you're, you're, you're just to start to interrupt you, but you're dead right about that. The, the zipper stitching on the on the jeans is far too high up. If the stitching yeah. for the zipper was actually basically wrapping around into his butt, that would that would that would actually fix a lot of the problem. Yeah, yeah, I figured that out. Because if you look at the picture on the front of the box, that's the way it is. Oh yeah. Look at the picture on the front of the box. You don't have that low crotch, and it looks much better. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he comes, he's a little light on the accessories. You know, he could have had the radio. He's just got the gun and the knife. Um, he does have the, what the hell the thing's called? Um, uh, what's the creature called? I, um, I forget his name, but the little bally dude with the, all the eyes. Yeah. Uh, the guardian. The guardian. Yeah, that's it, man. Guardian. Yeah. Um, they do, he does have the guardian. That's kind of cool. But I was, did you try to, how, how are you supposed to hook the guardian to the dam? Well, uh, yeah, they didn't give you instructions for that one, and I it took, it took a bit of time. It just to... goes down the in the crotch, you know, in the in the waist grabber thing. Yeah, it it goes down in it, but what you got to do is you got to use the rubber the rubber thing. The rubber thing separates, and you've got to kind of push that, and that kind of keeps it high. Other, yeah. other, uh, it, that that kind of keeps it fixed in place. But if you take the rubber off, it'll collapse down. The the pole will collapse down into the stand, and he's floating around his arms, kind of a thing. Whereas you want yeah. that kind of floating on shoulder height, don't you? Right. So. But still, they could have just given you, the, you know, a way to attach it, or its own base, which would yeah, be or nice. just instructions without the base. You know, in my case where I don't like using the stands, I'm kind of stuck on this one because I'm going to have to come up with another stand for the guardian. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, just get, I mean, it's it's it, straighten out the pig pole you got. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're spending two hundred and forty bucks. Yeah. Ever I hear people say. Oh yeah, but you know, the, who cares about the money? Well, in other words, the figure sucks because <laughs> everybody cares about the money. You know, John Ruth, who had a more complicated costume uh, and uh, better accessories, his only real flailing in the costume was the boots, was forty dollars less. And there's no way that the Big Trouble in Little China license was an extremely expensive license. 
really do. I mean, see, that's it. I'm like, why was this one so expensive? I'm a bit mystified by that one, in fairness. I'm, and I'm guessing maybe, you know, they didn't make a whole lot of them. I can almost guarantee that 20 years from now, trying to find one on eBay is going to be pretty damn hard. Yeah. That's just, he is, he is a, he is, a, to summarize, I mean, he is a mad disappointing figure. He is really, really mad disappointing. He's, it's not a total travesty, but, that's... Yeah, and I, I think it's a case of, like, you know, some figures are absolute grails for people, and, and he's one of them. Yeah, absolutely. But, like Mike was just saying, I seriously wonder if it got the orders that Sideshow were hoping for and expecting from it. Um, and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't put any as much work into delivering a thing, but I think ultimately it does. You know, if you're delivering something that you know you've got, you know, tens of thousands of unit orders on, you want to make sure it's perfect. Whereas if it only ends up being a few, few thousand or even hundreds, you're not going to put the R and D on it. Yeah, and it's it's to, not to add too much negativity, and I don't want to associate companies or anything like that, but or we even want to go there because I got the that Furiosa Wasteland Ranger figure. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if we want to be talking about that kind of stuff, because I know Sideshow kind of got funny with some people on Facebook about being affiliations, but we're not affiliated with Sideshow, so... But yeah. my point there is anyone who did get that figure will ex- know what I mean by super disappointing and yet infuriating, because everything else about it was actually really good. That was another case of, like, you drop the ball on, on the body. I think if this figure had at least a muscular body, it would have honestly made people feel a lot better what the head's go because maybe people would have gone, oh, maybe we can get a bit repainted and stuff, stuff like that, because at least it's kind of salvageable. I, there, I don't know how you're going to salvage this one unless you just put a, take an, find a whole different body. But Kurt Russell had kind of... He, he has a kind of a unique body because he's not the most ripped lad in the world. He's, he, he is muscular, but he's not, like, ripped. You know, he's, he's more like a regular lad. Kind of be, he's not Bruce Willis, but he is muscular. And it's just, for, 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 when it comes to one-off characters like this, to represent them, you, you need to go that extra mile. And side sh- Hot Toys do things like that. You, they, they find, you know, that Schwarzenegger from Commando, that is Commando. I mean, he, his body looks like the body he had in Commando. I was talking about Thor's arms earlier, and I'm like, yeah, for those first few years, those arms were good, and they did look a bit like Thor's, but I think they could do it in updates. And I... It, it's 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 like it's like my my girlfriend Ali said to me. She goes, when you get a hot toy, you, you're kind of worry free. When when you go outside of hot toys, there's a there's an uncertainty, and I I don't I want a company like Sideshow to make us feel a little bit more assured when we're going in for these kinds of pre-orders and say, look, this is what it's going to look like, or, or or just work a little harder on it because I I do think if 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 Sideshow had matched the standard of Ash. And even at that, people thought Ash wasn't as... I really liked Ash. But he, he wasn't a hot toy, but I really liked Ash. Same with Snowspeeder Luke. But this one is just... Ah, oh, it, it, it annoyed me, because I want Sideshow to, to succeed. And I know, I know they can do better. So it's, it's just really annoying that uh, for such an iconic character that they kind of dropped the ball on. He's not a travesty, but if you're a budgeted person, he's hard to justify. He really is hard to justify, but I'll, I will give that thing a, a try. Mike. In, in in the distance, though, when you have him in the cabinet, it's really cool knowing you've got a, a Jack, a Kurt Russell in there, a, a Jack Burton in there with your collection. It, he looks great in there with Marty and a skateboard and Ash. That's a really cool little kind of culty, kind of non-franchise, major franchise movie sort sort of situation. But there you go. We'll quickly move on. Jeff, how are you for time? 
Uh, no, I can, I can keep going for a little longer. A little longer, not getting evils just yet. Yeah. So, Mike, you take us in because I don't have any of these figures at all. Uh, you have Star Ace. These are two figures from Star Ace. And you've got Pulp Fi- You've got Jules from Pulp Fiction. And you've got yeah, Audrey Hepburn. Jules, um, I just got him the other day. I haven't had a chance to do a regular review on my site. That'll be coming sometime probably next Sunday. Yes. Uh, so about the same time maybe this is coming out. You'll have a review up there. Uh, Jules, it, <laughs> I really have high hopes for these because I love the movie and we don't get enough Tarantino movie uh, characters. I'm still waiting for a great uh, bride from Kill Bill from somebody other than, uh, you know, her friend. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I was really had high hopes for these. Um, the the suit is excellent. The Star Ace has been cranking out the, the costuming. Um, I think that they've done a really good job with recent figures. Um, in terms of their tailoring, this is a really nice-looking suit. Now, remember, it's just a black suit with a white shirt and a black tie. It's not super complicated, but it does fit him nicely. It has a real, very realistic fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also comes with uh, the T-shirt and the shorts and the sandals, if you want to have him mm. in his casual. Uh, which really? is kind of cool. It's got cool. some other cool stuff like the cheeseburger and the, the this shake. No way! Cool. Yeah. So, so he's got some cool accessories. Um, the head sculpt, you know, I don't know that anybody, even Hot Toys, has really crushed a Sam Jackson yet. Um, well, those Nick Furies were all right. I mean, they weren't dead on. They were but... okay, but they weren't, like, at the same quality we're talking about, I think, when we talk about, like, the Hemsworth Thors or, you know. It, it, you kind of know it's Jackson, but I never looked at one of them and went, yeah. oh, my God. Right. I, I was I was still quite a fan of the old Optimus one for some reason, but it, it, it's dated. Well, it's definitely I don't dated. That one. I'm really disappointed I didn't get the the, the figures from the Spirit. Uh, that was yeah. the Spirit. Yeah. Um, I missed those, and I'm really disappointed because I also thought the Scarlett Johansson from that was pretty good. Yeah, it was it, uh, compared to what they're doing now. Again, it's, it shows a real progression in, in you know the, the yeah. quality and finish. But yeah, for the time, it was pretty damn and good. Yeah. But anyway, so so I don't think they crushed it here. The the uh, the hairstyle is good. You know, doing an afro like that is difficult um, to get the detailing right and make it look good. I think it was you know if I look at it, it's probably the biggest problem again is that the price point on these is expecting Hot Toys money for you know star ace asthma's quality um and that's what's really that's what's really hurting them at this point they're either going to have to keep stuff around 180 to 200 bucks uh which fits well with the quality of the paint and sculpting i think uh uh, or they're going to have to up their game in those departments if they expect to spend you know charge 220 or 240. very interesting yeah yeah but overall what would you give him is he worth getting uh, if you're a huge Pulp, Fic- or, uh, uh, Pulp Fiction fan, absolutely. Now, again, because you get him and John Travolta, you know, he's coming out too. So you at least get the pair. It's not like he's going to be stranded on his own out there. Cool. And I think from the photos I've seen, now I haven't seen the finished figure yet, but I think from the photos I've seen, the Travolta character is a stronger portrait. Okay, cool. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't blown away by either of them, to be honest. I was like, hey, because I love Pulp Fiction. It's one of my favorite movies. But these, these, did, these didn't rock me at all. Although I do want to... I'll, I'll wait for your review, actually, and then I'll decide. MWCToys.com, by the way, kids. I'm going to wait for your review. So, and uh, when is Jules out? Uh, he should be here shipping pretty soon. Now, I got this one a little early, so... I'm expecting them probably within the next month. Cool, 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 cool. All right, right we're going to move on to one of their kind of more signature figures because they did a, a Marilyn Monroe, and now they have done a, the Audrey Hepburn. So what's what's the story with Audrey? This is from, you know, I, this is from Breakfast at Tiffany's, isn't it? 
Um, you know, it's interesting. I think one of the biggest problems figures like this have is that uh, the market that they're aiming for, the Hot Toys sort of adult male action figure collector six-scale market, it, it sees these and thinks they're Barbie, right? Because they're not an action character, right? So they're wearing a dress. They generally have, uh, you know, hidden elbows, um, they are going for less posability and more stand-on-the-shelf kind of look. And so I think that it, it, it kind of hurts them to some degree. I've heard people say, oh, there's Audrey Hepburn, her head sculpt's no better than a Barbie, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, that is a ridiculous thing to say. What are you talking yeah, about? It's, it's yeah. not close to anything like that. This is a very nice, hey, this is better than the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Uh, I think the hairstyle, there's some excellent detailing in the hairstyle, the stranding and the detail work around the, the, the jewelry in the hair. Um, it is, as far as I'm concerned, it's an excellent Audrey Hepburn. It looks very much like her. Uh, again, many of these women, uh, beautiful women, tend to look somewhat alike because that's what beauty is. But if you compare the wide eyes and the nose to the, uh, the box photo from Breakfast at Tiffany's, I think they've captured her pretty well. Uh and it does suffer from some doll qualities, right? I mean, it's part of what she suffers from. I think the head is a little big for the body. It is a little, yeah. Many... Well, part of that problem, though, is is um, she was a tiny woman. So uh, it's it's a little tough to translate that. I think they could have shrunk the head down maybe 20% or so, and it would have been good. But I think it's more of the neck than it is the body. Um, because of the thin neck on the body, uh, it tends to make the head look even bigger than it is. Because if you actually took the head and split it, it's almost thirds between across the shoulders. The problem is the neck is like a pencil neck, and then that makes the head look even bigger, sitting on top of that little yeah. pencil neck. Uh, but it, it's a nice figure. It's, you know, again, it's not, um, um, it's not Hot Toys quality. Um, but it is a character that you're you're never going to get a character like this from Hot Toys, right? No, not, these are not characters you're going to see anybody else do. And you can tell you right now that the the uh, um, run size on these is going to be pretty small. Now this is a two hundred dollar figure again. Yeah, I, I was going to say I think there was a time when Hot Toys would have, you know, when they started the whole M icon range, we got we got a young um, we had a couple of James Deans and we yep. had uh, Brando. Um, and I was of the mind, I thought that, that you know, the M-Icon range might would have got a Monroe, a Hepburn, we might have got, you know, we might have even had some more black and white stars, possibly, you know, with Lauren Hardy or whatever, Charlie Chaplin. Um, but, as you say, I think once, you know, their licensing got more and more successful, and once they had Star Wars and Marvel, which are their big cash cows, it's kind of like, why would they spend time doing something, as you say, which is low-hanging fruit? Um yep. Well, that gives these other companies an opportunity, though. I mean, this is, if it's not Marvel, Star Wars, or, or DC, the gates are open for companies yeah. like Iris and Asmus and Sideshow to do stuff. And to shine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, know. I mean, I think this is, I, I think this is as you say, it's, it's got faults. It's a figure I, I, I very much want to get hold of, um, because I do like these kind of more unusual figures. I was very disappointed, I have to say, with Emma Monroe. Um, I think the sculpt was a, was quite off on that. Funnily enough, the later one they've just shown the one in the kind of uh, military outfit when she went and visited the, the troops. Um, I think it's the same head sculpt as far as I can see, but it just seems to work better with that outfit. Um, but yeah, that yeah, was I think the Monroe head sculpt is better than people give it credit for. But yeah. there were 
that. But again, these are two hundred dollar figures, not two hundred. Yeah. And forty bucks, you know, that's twenty yeah. percent. That makes a difference um, yeah. when you're trying to decide whether a figure is really worth the money or not. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see even more at one hundred and sixty to one hundred and eighty, but um, it uh, is. Does, they, does I, the it, I say, does the, the table and chair is that a standard or is that a deluxe version? Uh, I think that's the deluxe the table and chair comes with. Right, for okay. twenty bucks with right. the cloths. Oh, yeah. yeah, very nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. And the cat as well. You come, she comes with a cat. Yeah, has the cat and the cigarette. The, the cigarette is in one of the hands, and the purse and the glasses. Oh, I like her white scarf. You can put the white scarf around her neck now as well, and give her the glasses as well. Oh, that's very Audrey Hepburn. Actually, well, actually, I put if you, the scarf around her neck. I don't ever remember actually wearing it around the neck. In but the, it covers up the joint. In the movie, yes, but it covers up the joint nicely. So that's a good tip Which for folks. All of actually. a sudden. Head look less big. It really yeah. does. That like that illustrates your point rather perfectly. Actually, if the neck was yeah. a little not so kind of tapered inwards, it should kind of go outwards into the neck. I think that's maybe what you need to do. I think they need to oh. do something and sculpt, do something different there. I think they need to need to have a. When you cover it up, man, it just looks so much better. Absolutely, so much better. Especially when she's got her glasses. I mean, that's very Audrey Hepburn when she's got her glasses on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yep. too familiar with. Her. I've never seen any of her movies. Now she's a bit before my time, but. Um, I mean, she looks. She looks it's possible to watch movies that came out before you were born. Well, <laughs> s- s- uh, what year did Jaws come out? Actually, no, I like him. Um, I like Logan's Run. Logan's Run is one of my favorite old movies. One Millionaire's BC. That's one of my favorites. And I'm a, a Star Trek original series boy, not as well. I'm an all original series. I even prefer original series to Next Generation. Star Trek original <laughs> series. <laughs> that's my you're not someone who has You're not someone who has a problem with watching black and white movies, though. Mm, no, Clerks is good. <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I only say that because I remember um, reading this, uh, this, and I'm sure it's the same all over the planet now. But a good few years ago, the fact that American audiences, when they re-released, you know, films on art house cinemas, a lot of people just wouldn't even go and see black and white. And it was just, it's, to me, it was just like dumbfounding. Um, I mean, that's half the reason apparently they so appallingly remade Psycho was because it's such an amazing film, yet people won't watch it because it's black and white. Um, I do think that was a generational thing, though. Yeah. I think, like, my kids don't care now anymore because they yeah, didn't my kids see don't, the no. switch. Right? So my generation saw the switch from black and white to color. And yeah. we saw it as sort of this upgrade. Yeah. And I don't think now kids looking at, like, movies from the 40s or 50s think, well, that's just the way they were. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we think, you know, I think it, it really, should be color. All the good movies were color. <laughs> I, I, true. It, I mean, it, it is true. I mean, I, I mean, aside from, aside from how, uh, what's what's the what's the Marilyn Monroe one? Half the hot. Some like it hot. Some, Some like, like it hot. hot. That, that's black and white, isn't it? That's a classic. Yep. Yeah. So that that's one that still works. That's a, that's an old movie in black. I think it greatly depends on the movie. Oh, come on, Citizen Kane. I've never seen <laughs> Citizen Kane. The original oh King Kong. Oh, the original King Kong. Okay, that's that's yeah, but we could go on. But... <laughs> All of the Universal monsters. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I've I've actually never seen the original Universal monsters movies. I just saw I saw Abbott and Costello meets the werewolf when I was a little young. I love that one. I recorded it on Betamix. Love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Costello meets the werewolf, and that was a crossover event as well. So there you go. Actually, that. I'm filling in my Blu-ray collection with as many of the old 50s and 60s uh, horror and science fiction movies as I can because I figured that once. We go all streaming. We're going to be back in the same situation where. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, streaming this stuff, and if you if they aren't, you're screwed. Yeah, it's like with these top ten things that we're doing on Facebook and what have you. Uh, one of the ones I listed the other day, and, and you mentioned you'd put it on Blu-ray, was them. 
because um, yep. it's just a film that I remember so fondly from my childhood. It's scaring the bejesus out of me when I was really little. Um, but but just it's just one of those all time classics. It's like you said, I don't own it on Blu-ray. I might have to pick it up because you can't find it anywhere online. It's not on Netflix. It's not anywhere. Won't find it. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's actually a lot of movies on, on these shows that are not on Netflix and things yeah. like that. Like, I went to try to find Critters to show Ali. Yeah. Critters, I'm making sure I'm giving Ali. Ali yeah. saw Jaws for the first time a few weeks ago. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. You know, and Critters as well. That's ripe for a remake, that one. That's ripe for they got to remake Critters. Cause I think there's loads of stuff they can use there in that uh, one. You know, Jeff mentioned them. If you ever get a chance to watch it, the first, oh, five minutes of that movie stands up is still some of the scariest stuff you'll see when the little girl when they find the little girl out in the desert yeah. it is it, 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 it is chilling and i mean again i don't want to put any spoilers out there if Avon does ever watch it but it was at a time when i was a kid where you're not used to heroes heroes or people important characters getting killed right. and some stuff happens in it that you're just like whoa no okay <laughs> Hey man, if it's an older movie and it's worth watching, I love yeah. older movies and I'll, and I'll watch it. But there, there's, yeah. it's like there is older movies that have not dated well. There are some eighties movies that are as boring as hell. Man, oh, yeah. another forty-eight hours. When is the last time you watched another forty-eight hours? That, <laughs> that, 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 and the second no, that does not. Beverly Hills Cop, boring. That was amazing when we were younger. But watch yeah. Beverly Hills Cop now. It's. Mm. It's 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 not as some of these movies just the pacing it's just a different way of doing things. I think it greatly depends on the movie. But there you go. We're not a movie show. We're an action figure show. So we've as as we finished up on action figures, we we'll, uh, we'll leave Jeffrey off with the family yeah. and myself and Mike will uh, take a commercial break and we'll delve delve into some mezcos after the break. So cool. Talk to you soon, guys. All right, yep. Jeff. We'll talk to you later on, man. Bye. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages ship daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Okay, right then. There's Fanboy Collectibles. There's always, always good. I got um, I got a Shira statue from Fanboy Collectibles recently. Actually, the sideshow <coughs> Shira statue. I'll be getting all my sideshows from from Fanboy actually, but I got the sideshow Shira statue. And I'll give it, a, I'll give that a little quick, quick, quick shout out because it's, it's not quite how I envision Shira myself personally. It's like all of these. I'm like, all right, these are artist interpretations. These are not quite how I would. I do think this is not quite right for Shira. There are some little things in there that I'm not entirely happy with, but as a standalone statue, man, she is stunning. The pose is beautiful, the skin texture, her musculature, her anatomy, really strikingly strong. I feel I feel her face could be a little bit more pretty, but it is pretty, but I think what the thinking behind this one was was that they were going for that Norse 
look again because He-Man's quite a gnarly looking Norse guy. I never imagined He-Man as Norse. To me, He-Man's a surfer on steroids. And he has that kind of more California look to him. That's because He-Man mm-hmm. is made in California and all this. And that's, the way, that's the way I see He-Man anyway. But uh, on the side show, they seem to be going for... There's a bit of... They're, they're, they're thinking a little bit, well, I think he... Well, he's going to be a bit Norse feeling because if you look at the He-Man statue, he's got a norse base and lots of Norse-like celtic kind of qualities, qualities to them and Viking-y type qualities. And she is kind of the same. They've gone for quite a kind of a nice kind of Valkyrie look here as well. And they've given her her head and her wings is quite a heavy piece compared to the rest of her. It's a bit more delicate, but it's a lovely statue. Absolutely lovely statue. Um, so I think if you're at all a Master Universe fan, I think I think the Shira one is really worth getting because it is an eye-opening piece. Because the stance, the hair, the hair. You've seen this one too, too, too Mike, haven't you? Yep. It's a ni- nice, nice statue. You're not too big on. The, you're not a big statue collector, are you? Uh, no, I am. I just uh, depends on the license. Depends here. on license, and you're not a big Masters fan anyway. But the other no, thing, I did the Masters of the Universe classics, but um, that was pretty much it. Pardon me. I'm uh, going. I did you, Where'd you go? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just said I did all the classics. Okay. That was the extent of my Masters of the Universe. Are you still getting the um, the, 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 the Super 7 classics? Are you going to continue on the line that way? You know, I picked up a couple of the Super 7s, but they just I, I figured I it was time to quit after the Mattel were done. Yeah, I decided, enough. well, I've got so many of them, I'm good. What about those vintage ones? Not that I find I'm biased there or anything. Nope. No, oh, fair enough. Because they're vintage style masters. Anyway, I digress. I'll, I'll quickly go on to this and we'll, we'll get on to Mezco's now in, t- in two seconds. But I just want to give a quick raving. You're going to hear me salivate, so apologies in advance. This is the pop culture shock He Man and Battle Cat one quarter scale set. You can buy He Man separately, you can buy Battle Cat separately. But I got this set. Um, I'm special because I did a cool art print for it as well. And I was very proud of it. Blah, blah, blah. And I um, was delighted to work with Pop Culture and a little bit of design on the He-Man as well. So it was, it was just, well, and there was a lot of us fans. Like it was Dave Wilkins worked on a guy called Riley. He sculpted Emiliano St. Lucia, pushed a pose. It was just one of those nice things where me and some friends that are kind of cool that I know kind of got to work on this, what I think is the ultimate, ultimate, and the best Masters of the Universe collectible of all time. This is a quarter-scale Battle Cat. A quarter-scale Battle Cat and He-Man. Now, it, He-Man comes. He-Man is separately. He doesn't actually fit on Battle Cat, even though it looks like the battle saddle for Battle Cat does look like if you, for argument's sake, if they did ever make a He-Man that could sit on you could sit on him. This one's got the light-up eyes as well, and his, the Battle Cat comes with two head sculpts. So the, the, the mask can light up, and you have to get a little... It's, it's so epic. I cannot tell you how epic this is. It is... It's like the really toy actor. There's no extra license. These are not interpretations. This is He-Man and Battle Cat as per their original vintage designs. The, the, the strappings in He-Man are slightly thinner, but other than that, is the exact same familiar design. And what I love about this as well, it's mixed media, so it's like quite leather straps, and he's got really fur on his boots. Real fur on the boots, yo! And real furry underwear. Furry shorts, man. He's got proper furry shorts. And he's buff, he's ripped, he's huge, and he's got a great face sculpt. He looks really determined. Absolutely awesome. Love this. And Battle Cat then is... It's its so epic. I mean, it is... A, if, 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 if you could just buy Battle Cat on its own and have no other Masters of the collectible and just have this one giant, awesome-looking fighting tiger. It's so stunning. It's quarter scale. They're, they're, they're like... I think they're like 549 bucks each. Um, I do believe there's a wait list at the moment, so get on there fast if you want. I'm not sure the exclusive set is still available, but I do know that you can either buy He-Man and Battle Cat separately on the Pop Culture Shock statue. So trust me, it, you know, it is a hell of a lot of money to put down, but 
these are the most impressive thing. Honest, honest. If I was to get rid of all my other Master Universe toys, even my old childhood toys, this is the one Master Universe item I would have. This, it's just mind blowing. <sighs> and I'm done. Well, I'm gonna go out of a limb here and say you like that set. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty special. But it's just. Yeah, I will say that while I have don't have this pair, that uh, I have uh, a number of the pop culture shock statues, quarter scale statues, several of them from Street Fighter I reviewed and. Um, Everything they've ever done that I've seen has just been uh, simply outstanding. Some of the best statue work out there. Yeah, yeah, they are they are stunning. I mean, follow them on Instagram as well, man. They've got some amazing stuff coming. Ninja Turtles, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, Venger, Dungeons and Dragons, Venger from Dungeons and Dragons. They're made a, I think he's I think he's quarter scale too. They go big, man. Jerry Jerry the Mathiello, he worked. He's been ahead yeah, of a go, big or go home, man. Yeah, go big or go home. He, these, these, so many sculptors, man. They like it big, <laughs> and I'm like, go on, you mad, you, they're madmen over there in Mexico, man. I love it, absolutely, just amazing. Oh, there we go. Right, calm ourselves now, Mike. It's Mezco time. It's Mezco time. So tell us what Mezcos you've gotten lately, Mike. Because I've gotten a few myself. Very fortunate to be sent a few. So tell us what you got. Too many recently. Uh, it has been sort of, when it comes to the 112 Collective over the last uh, two or three months, it's sort of been the Ascending Knight story, right? Yeah. We've got four different versions of the Ascending Knight Batman. I got one. I really like, uh, in general. It's kind of the, like that their version of a year one Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like the long, sharp, pointy ears that they've got on the... Yeah, very the reminiscent of like the earliest Batman comics as well. Yeah. Kind of got that the shape of the head because of the way the long ears kind of taper jut. outwards. Yeah, uh, it's got that triangular shape to the face from the jaw to the tips of the ears, right? Uh, that also very much reminds me of you know 1930s Golden Age Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the costume in general, although it, this is an interesting one because it does depend for me on the color scheme. I'm not when the colors are gray like they were with the previews exclusive that was black or that was blue and gray. Or the regular release, I think, was black and gray. Yes, that's what I have, the regular one. Yeah, the gray is a little too, the, the pattern's a little too obvious for me. I don't, it, it starts to take on kind of a military feel that mm. I don't like quite as much. I like the black costume we got with the Toy Fair exclusive, and I really like it with the Mezco store exclusive, because that's the one with the gold belt. So it's the all-black costume, but it's got the gold belt and the gold accessories, which very much reminds me of also the Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so it's a, again, it's their design. It's a unique design. There's four different versions, so everybody's got something that, you know, they can like. Um, the, the Bruce Wayne head sculpt is the same across the group, but it's a nice Bruce Wayne. It's Again, that Bruce Wayne kind of reminds me of the one Kenner did. Remember back during the Batman, Batman Returns, Tim Burton days, Kenner oh, yeah. did that figures. And that, that Bruce Wayne kind of reminds me of that one, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I, what do you think of the Ascending, Matt? I think they did a nice job. Well, I got the standard one. I, I just really dig it. Um, you know, I, I do think the pattern is a little loud. I, 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 do, I do agree with you on that one, and I think it probably worked better on all black and, and stuff like that and things. But, you know, um, I thought the cape, the, the, cape, the cape is nicely done, but I think when the, always with the capes at this scale, they do tend to get a little bit cumbersome sometimes. And well, you know, this one depends on the release, too. I thought there's something about it, the way they folded the cape with, under and tucked it under the cowl it works better on yeah. some of them uh, on others mm-hmm. like the the last one they did the previews exclusive the blue and gray the cape was really easy to work with on that one uh whereas some of the earlier ones i had more trouble yeah 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 uh, yeah i mean that, 
what I what I liked about this one was I really like all the accessories as well. The accessories are you get a bucket ton of accessories with him, which I quite like. And he he I really I do actually quite like posing with the Bruce Wayne head sculpt. That's that's quite nice. But there is something nice and kind of year one about those, those those kinds of Batman ears. I think he's tons of fun. He's just really super posable. He's just one of those figures that I I can't can't quite can't quite put down actually. There's a few of the Mezco's now that I can't quite put down. I got two more here as well. And I don't know if you got either of these two, but yeah, the Ascending Night, it's, it's, it's a great one. But choose your colors carefully on the Ascending Night one, I think. Uh, but, you know, well, what are the reactions? Because like? I haven't actually gone on to the, the Mezco groups, I think to be honest. Well, what's, the, what's the reaction what like? I, what seems to be the favorite color scheme? But... Looking forward to the next two, right? Because they've got plans for two more Batman to sort of continue out his career. I can't comment one way or another. And I can't think of the names of them, but... There's the name of the one that's already out. But anyway, yeah, there's a couple more Batman. So Now, what other ones have you got that I might not have? You better not have nothing I don't have, buddy. Okay, well, I'm special, Mike. And I got me. I, I, I'm like, I want my X-Men. There's a, there's Jim Lee X-Men. Is, is, is just, I love it. Love me, Jim Lee X-Men. And mm -hmm. I managed to get the yellow exclusive version of the Wolverine. Oh, the Tiger Stripes? That Tiger Stripes, man. Oh, I love I absolutely love this figure. Like, it's actually one of my favorite figures in general. It's absolutely stunning. I, why, I don't understand what is the major release, but from what I understand... See, because I got into X-Men via the cartoon of the 90s, and then I read the comics, and by that stage he had the tiger stripes. But I do know before that it was brown. And it brown seems to be what people more associate with Wolverine, whereas I associate Wolverine with the tiger stripes. So mm -hmm. what's a few? You would, you're the brown guy as well, are you? No, I actually like the tiger stripes better. Yeah, have you got the Tiger Stripes one? Yep, 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 oh. finally got one. Okay, cool. What I, what I love about this one is it's got, it's pretty much straight out of the comics, but it's just got the smallest little embellishment, embellishments here and there that just kind of lift it and give it that real-world feel. They've got this lovely laminate striping that just, and it's, it's only one, two stripes on either side of his body that's go always down in front of his leg. And for me, it just breaks up the figure into, gives it that more kind of, real world feel it's got buckles and they've done a nice job of kind of making his the things on his boots they've just worked it really well um i think in certain poses his neck can look a little long but i wolverine tends to you know you do tend to bend wolverine's head down a lot anyway and you push it down it, it seems to work quite well the claws are fantastic you know i love his um i didn't like his angry on 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 mast head i will say that i was quite mm -hmm. i was quite disappointed with that i thought they did a bit of a muddy job on the mouth and the expression just it, it didn't it wasn't quite working for me but it comes with two three heads in total and the two other heads that are masked one is like normal clothes mode, the other one he's, he's angry as hell in his mask that's the angry as hell in his mask that's the one I have great 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 figure absolutely love him we probably already you, we, we have reviewed the brown one already before on, on the show already so I just wanted to give the yellow one a shot because that's just so and we, 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 we know to get it there's a, there's a few other of the X-Men maybe hopefully coming out not that I know or anything I do know but um, I'm 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 excited to see what, what more X Men we're going to be getting because I'm going to be collecting this Jim Lee X Men in this particular format I think and I hope that we'll get uh, more from this. And the other Wolverine I got, which is one you probably have as well, is uh, Old Man Logan. Yep. So you got that one. You take us away with that one. I'll carry on after. Uh, well, you know, he wasn't one of my favorite one twelves. You know, it's kind of a weird thing. I love the one twelfth line, and it's pretty rare that any of them. You know, score less than a three out of four. Yeah, uh, and neither. But that's sort of kind of like the the bottom end for me. 
usually because of something. And in this case, it was sort of the, uh, the tailoring on the costume. Now, you know, he's on a stumpy body because he should be, right? He's Wolverine. He needs to be on a stumpy body. Mm-hmm. And I thought the T-shirt just didn't quite look, the white T-shirt when, when it was on him just didn't quite look right uh, for me. Well, the edges and are a bit even, sharp, aren't they, on those pegs? Yeah, and even the brown coat seems a little oversized in the collar and the lapels. Mm. Um, I do think that he poses really well. You can get some really great poses. I love the cowboy boots uh, and the cowboy belt, the buckle. The head sculpt is great again, and the paint job is great. There's no problem there. They, you know, they crank it on every time. Um, the accessories, he's got a lot of nice accessories. Uh, he actually looks pretty good in the hat when he's got the coat on, um, which is kind of unusual because most hats are oversized. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the hat was cut's great. Um, so yeah, he, I mean he's a good figure. He's great. He's just not my favorite of the Wolverines. All right, okay. See, this this is the this I I was I was I wasn't expecting this figure, and he's absolutely amazing. I really dig him. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a bit. St- but they're all kind of stocky, though. That's the thing with the Mezcos. They're all, especially when it comes to you know, they're always well, going to be a little bit stocky and kind of slightly kind of cartoony. Don't be character. Yeah, exactly, and, and it works quite well. Really. Yeah, I, 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 could, I do agree with you actually. The, the jacket is a little oversized, but you know, if you futz with it enough, you can actually you can because it's got a wire in it, which is quite nice. So you can sweep that coat back and get some nice poses into him if you want. Is it got a wire? Yeah, it does have a wire in it. There you go, and you can sweep it right back. And he's, he's I mean, I love the face sculpts as well that you get with him, and 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 you get a baby Hulk. That is a baby because I, I actually went and bought Old Man Logan, the graphic novel, based on yep, getting. Based on getting this figure, and I have no idea what the Baby Hulk situation is, but come on, that's as cute as having a little baby, little Hulk in the back with his little soother and everything, and his, and the backpack is really like it's, it's this, his backpack is really kind of hanging down on him. It's it, I I mean I and his belt buckle with his uh, the the kind of uh, El Burro kind of horns on him, the kind of bull horns, kind of it, I, I really like it. And what what else as well as like now one thing I do notice with a lot of Mexicos, they do tend to oversize the feet. And I think sometimes that is in a benefit to the figure, other times it's not. I think like in Deadpool, for instance, I thought the feet mm-hmm. were a little oversized there and actually thought it kind of slightly, it, it didn't look right. Uh, but on like something like uh, both uh, Tiger Stripe Wolverine and even Old Man Wolverine here with his more cowboy boots, I think it works really well. Because it has, mm-hmm. like, they, they, they are not as real, these are not quite realistic figures, but they, they have a quality that's realistic, but a kind of a, fun aspect to them that makes you feel like they're still action figures as, as we've discussed before that, that magic sweet spot but in particular on the boots they've done a nice job because they, you know, they're cowboy boots so they're for you to be solid but actually they're not they're, they're nice and ball jointed and of course the, 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 his jeans kind of fit over them quite well I really like this figure but yeah like you said um, the um, the pecs on his on, underneath that white shirt can be quite harsh looking and it, it looks a little unnatural also as well Make sure you wash your hands because I notice it's quite scruffy looking on my white shirt here now, actually. And I wash my hands, so maybe, it was, maybe it's because of the heat. But um, I think it's a really, really, really nice figure overall. I mean, I'm really excited now for some of the other ones that, that Misco come, got, got coming out now. I mean, they've just, they've just released images of that King Kong, which I was not expecting. So I'm really excited for that one. What do you think of that King Kong, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not 112, but yeah. He's, oh, right, he's not 112th. Figures. But he is a cool figure. Remember, Mesco did that original King Kong too. They did one back in the day. Um, in uh, was he eighteen inches or? Oh right, yeah, yeah. They did they did the real big King Kong. And they did a diff- multiple different head sculpts on him. Gotcha. Uh, I've got him around here somewhere too. So they've done King Kong before. He's really nice. I mean, he's a great figure. Yeah, yeah. Everything. I, I've never been disappointed in them in general in terms of their quality. Well, now you see now that it got um, we got Blade coming out. And Catwoman mm. coming on. What do you think of those? 
Excellent. Particularly Catwoman, but you know I love that Catwoman. Yeah, which, 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 which one are you going to get? I'm getting them all. Oh, you're going to get Oh, you're going to get them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but there's, there's only two so far, all isn't the, there? Now, now you love the Logan. Now, the one that I love just came out recently is the Deluxe Joker. Oh, yeah, that's nice. This is a fantastic figure. Now, I liked the first Joker. There was a few problems with it, but I really liked it. It was a good Joker. But this one takes that figure and just uh, expands on it in every possibly perfect way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the first Joker, you had two head sculpts, as you would, you know, as is normal with mm-hmm. one twelve figure. You mm-hmm. had sort of uh, insane wide grin with tousled hair, tousled hair. And then you kind of had just a, a wide grin, but a more evil looking uh, portrait, not without, without the mouth open like with the other one. Uh, this time you get four head sculpts, and uh, the nice thing is, is they only really repeated one of them. Uh, they, you know, you get the one from the original release where the hair is tousled and he's got a wide open mouth, kind of yelling, crazed look, uh, and they used that one again. But they took the second head sculpt with the wide, uh, with the the, the wide smile, uh, and put a hat on it, a permanent hat. So it really is technically a new head sculpt, which goes extremely well with the new overcoat that he comes with. Yeah, it looks great. It's got kind of a purpley uh, shade to it a little bit. It's got the properly sized collar and lapels. There's a wire in the belt, so you can kind of pose the belt flying out from the coat. As oh, nice! Um, it's a great looking coat, and it looks great with the hat. It's a nice combo. Uh, then you got two other head sculpts. One of them, he is beat. Uh, the, he's had the crap beat out of him by Batman. He's yep. missing a couple. Oh, he's in a bad way. Uh, lip, he's got kind of a black eye, swelling shut. That one goes perfect with, you know, you can pose him with Batman crouched over him. And then uh, uh, the other two, yeah, there's five altogether. Jeez, five head sculpts. Uh, the other two, one of them is sort of a more realistic looking Joker. Uh, he's kind of just smiling. Um, you know, it's it's a less cartoony version. Uh, he's quite realistic looking in that head sculpt, isn't he? Yeah. Very neat. And then the last head sculpt, he's got kind of this petulant, pursed slips look where he's like pissed off uh, and petulant. Um, so really, you've got a head sculpt for like a million different uh, poses. And the nice thing, too, is you've got a different sort of style from cartoon to realistic, depending on what you prefer. So there's there's no going wrong with this figure. They improved a couple other things. The suit now is more colorful than it was before. It's sort of in the traditional greens and oranges and purples uh, that you're used to. And it, they pinstriped it this time, which was a complaint with the original suit, which was just a straight color. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bland. The pinstriping here adds a little bit to it. They used the same shoe sculpt, of course, but this time they went with brown instead of black. I think that was a good choice. It, the shoes look even better in brown. Yeah, they do. Their accessories, he's got two guns. Uh, he's got one of the, the firing bullet effects, the flame effects. Uh, he's got a straight razor, a crowbar, a knife, a bundle of dynamite. Uh, and a lot of these are new accessories. They're not just reused from the previous release. So, yeah, he's just, I mean, I can't, he poses fantastic. I, he's just a great figure. This is an excellent figure, dude. Yeah, I can't say enough nice things about this one. Yeah, no, my God, the amount of, and what was the price point in this with all those extra heads? Eighty bucks. He was an exclusive. I mean, that's that's good bang for yeah. your buck. That's, I mean, what do you think of that value for money on, on that there now? Especially since that wasn't just all straight up reuse. Just the tailoring as well on this is absolutely stunning. As well, I, re- yeah, I mean, you know, because you got yeah. you got layers. So you got a shirt, you got a vest, and then you got a, a jacket over that. 
and a coat. And a coat, and um, I, I love that head sculpt with the with the hat on. I have to say, I think that's an absolutely amazing head yeah. sculpt. I think they're, all, I mean, they're all great, but I do think that particularly the hat one and that one where he's just smiling with his no teeth showing. That is excellent. That just there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of variety. If you're a Joker fan, I mean, there's so much variety here for this one. This is an excellent mm -hmm. figure. This is this could be one of their best ones. I think this one. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, we might have to we might have to come up with some uh, some bit of a system for. Uh, Figuring out which 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 are the, I mean they're all good in different ways but there are some ones where they just seem to be firing in all cylinders like every I I, I can't imagine I mean that jacket could be maybe pulled in a bit more the the outer the bigger coat but we are we are at twelve scale here so I do understand some there are physics there are physical restraints to these kinds of things but excellent figure Mike I don't have this one myself but boy man he's excellent absolutely excellent so there you go that's enough mezco loving I think there now and I think that's that's probably enough talking as well, there, Mike. We're on. We're hitting, we're nearly hitting two hours, there, Mike. But yeah, as I'm as I'm sure our listeners are well aware, there um, we, we there's a long pause between episodes. We do apologize. I can't give any more excuses, but I just you I, assume someone's listening, but that's okay. We do assume someone's listening. There are one or two people out there, I'm sure, listening well, stuff like that. But you know, life and work gets in the way. I, my work has gone nuts. I'm now on. I'm now thankfully doing Marvel Legends. So I'm really happy that I'm doing the packaging illustrations on Marvel Legends. So there will be a wave of Marvel Legends with my art on it. It's like what? So I'm super stoked for that. And it was a really intensive job, and it took a while. So that's that's a lot of reasons. And you know, a man's got to eat, kids. A man's got to eat. So there you go. How's work with you, Mike? All right. Nothing, nothing too exciting. Nothing, nothing too exciting. So there you go. Say goodbye to our listeners, Mike. Bye bye. Have a good one. Bye bye, folks. Now, uh, you know, please give us a like and give us, you know, a recommendation. Give, always give us a thumbs up and a like on anything. Give us a rating on iTunes and give us a like and it gives a star on whatever platform you're listening because this stuff actually does really help. And uh, guests are coming. I promise you. All right, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mike. Good night.